Psycho Sexy Super Magic. Thank you, SNSD, because that song is ridiculous <laughs> lyrics. What's up, everyone? It's Nate from Truly Daybok with another episode of the Daybok cast. This is episode 125, I believe. I did not double check that. Um, I'm right. pretty sure it's 125. Um,. As always, this is a podcast about K-pop and Korean culture, uh, pop culture mostly. Occasionally we do dramas and movies and other stuff, but it's mostly K-pop. Um, if you want to uh, talk to us, check out Discord. Um, this is the second week in a row we've had our Discord mods guesting, um, who I will introduce in a second. Um, but yeah, definitely come check it out. Uh, it's a good place to talk to all of us, including Baron and Sam. Um, and just hang out, uh, learn about K-pop, uh, check out, find out groups, find out about groups that you don't know about. Um, and yeah, just hang out with us. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, like the video, comment, do all that stuff. Uh, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, review us, do all that stuff that I'm not remembering right now. Cause it's been a week off and I'm rusty. Okay, let's move on. Um, like I said, we have uh, two guests. Obviously, Jacob and Andrew are normal co-hosts. They are not here this week. Um, Jacob's still in Korea and busy. It's just hard to get him to have time and a place to record because he's in a dorm with a roommate. Um, and he's also like four, 13 hours ahead of us. So like our times are switched and it's all weird and annoying. But he's coming back in a couple of weeks. Uh, so he should be back on regularly um, once he gets home. Uh, and Andrew is really busy with work, uh, so he's going to take a couple weeks off. Um, so if we can't find anyone else to record, you might see Baron and Sam next week, too, if they the can record. Um, so, yeah, uh, but I have two guests here who at this point might not end up being guests, the regular guests, I guess, if you're going to be here three weeks in a row. Um, but we have Baron, um, one of our Discord mods, and Sam. Um, Baron's known for his snake avatar, and Sam does our song ratings. Howdy. So. Hello. That's all you guys got? That's you all guys got. never no figured intro. out fancy intros, but that's fine. You don't need them. Um, <laughs> Maybe for the third time, you know. The third time you'll get something? Yeah. You just hold up your cat, and that would work. Yeah. He's um, right here. <laughs> um. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, we have one review this week and three discussion topics, uh, which is a lot more than we have been having lately. Um, so hopefully you enjoy discussion topics. If you don't, um, I'm sorry. And if you do, like, it's not our fault that there wasn't anything to review this week anyway. Um, so, but we got some big news to deal with. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with topic one. I guess we didn't talk about order, um, but I, what order did you guys do last week? Ladies first. Okay, um, so I guess we'll start with Sam again, and then Baron, and then me. Um, sure, do you not want to go first? Because I, I, I yeah. always go first, so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. It's whatever. Um, so yeah, we'll do Sam, Baron, me, and then I'll read Cooper and Jacobs. Um, okay. But yeah, topic one, our first topic is our review, and that is AT's new mini album, Treasure, episode three, one to all. Um, and we're starting off with Utopia. So go ahead, Sam. All right. So yeah, Utopia. 
It's funny, after listening to this album a few times, I've come to the conclusion that this was my favorite song on the album. I actually think it's okay. a really good I think it's a really good song. I think my only critique I think I have of the song is the every day, every night part. I thought it got it felt a little like screechy to me at some points. I think it would have been better if how they did it was they started it lower for longer and then they like built on top. They like stack it a bit because their main vocalist like does it like up the octave mm -hmm. and it's like crazy that he does that. It's really good, but I would have liked more of a build to it. And um, let's see what else. Oh, this was one thing I think I commented almost every song on this album is they do a lot of woes. Yeah. In all yeah they, songs. Were, they, they really like those. They definitely they did. Went nuts with that this album like i listened to their other stuff to see that's just a common 80s thing it doesn't sound like it they did it in say my name yeah it was really good there and i mean i love it it was just kind of funny it's like every song i was like oh they're doing it again okay that's cool yeah i but, think every um, song I mean, has, almost every song has it on this album for some yeah reason. i mean it's really cool it's a cool effect i mean yeah their main vocalist i guess jungo that's how you say his name I mean, he's really good and because it's i don't know i was trying to look up if it's like a group of them doing it it looks like in this song it's like him doing it and also like stacking on top of himself i don't know if that's true i didn't like okay, really yeah, like, research it yeah but layering his own voice over and over yeah and i mean i mean i've really just fell in love with him throughout this album it's like i feel like every song i was just commenting on how great of a vocalist he is like I don't know. I think it's lately, it's been a while since I've like really just heard a vocalist in a K pop album and go, like, wow, they're amazing. Like, I need to figure out like more about them. But he was one of those people where I just, I just had to know like who he was and what he was yeah. doing. And then another part I thought was really good about the song was I just loved like the ending. I don't know. Like, they had some like piano and some strings going. Yeah. And they had like the woe still going and like kind of like a bass hitting still. I just thought that was really powerful. It was just it was such a great way to end the song. Cause I don't know. I think I think I even mentioned this last week. I think ending, like the ending of a song is sometimes the most like important part. Cause mm -hmm. it's what makes you want to re-listen to it, you know? And that's what like that ending to me just made me want to like re-listen because it felt like it was just so like satisfying. I don't know. I just it was really good. Oh. There's another in my notes. They do like the woes at the end and Jungo does it. And it's totally to the tune of Journeys Faithfully. Oh, really? Like, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, it's but the I love exact same, except in Journey's song, they go up. And like the last woe, he goes down. Okay. But I just remember thinking, I was like, wait, this is literally the Journey song. It's Faithfully. I'll have to, I'll have to <laughs> yeah. listen to it because I didn't notice that. And it I, is, Faithfully like, is yeah, at the very end, because he does it, and then, like, the group does it, and then he does it one last time and goes down instead of, like, doing the, like, octave jump. But I, don't know, I thought that was <laughs> I mean, I enjoy I mean, love Faithfully, so I loved it here. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much all I had to say of this song. It was a really good song. I liked it. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I actually, I listened to the whole album a couple times before I watched any of the music videos. Mm -hmm. And I just assumed this was one of the title tracks because I was like, it's usually like the first song. Usually the song I end up liking the most is usually one of the title, the title tracks. Okay. And I kind of just assumed, this is definitely my favorite track on the, the mini. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of just assumed this was going to be one of them. So like when I went to go look up the music videos later, I was like, why can I not find this music video? 
And then they didn't even do a live stage of it. It's like the one song in this album yeah. they didn't do yeah. a live stage of. So disappointing. So, very confused by that. Um, I actually, I think I mentioned last week the same thing as you, Sam, that like I was kind of disappointed with a lot of the endings of the songs on last week's reviews, mm -hmm. but this is like a really good one. Um, for the same reasons you mentioned, I'm kind of just going to parrot whatever you said. But yeah, <laughs> that happens. Uh, it's it's like a, almost like a little bit like a stylistic change to end the song. And it's a very nice touch. Um, and I actually did like the um, the chorus. Like I, the chorus is like very catchy. For the most part, for their songs, I do like their, their choruses. And sometimes their verses are hit or miss. Uh, they do have pretty good rap verses. Yes. Which is yeah yeah um but i don't know any of the member names the only <laughs> member voice i can identify is that guy with the really deep voice but Maybe. besides that i got, I, got I don't i don't even know their names but i've learned I just their, like names. their music <laughs> i've learned their names through discord pretty well because aubrey and cooper post about them a lot <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. just from doing some research research today like i know like 70 percent of them <laughs> yeah. um but Great song, great chorus, favorite song on the album. Nice. Um, so yeah, I I thought it starts off with like a familiar guitar line. Um, it's got like that fun summery tropical feeling the ATs has going with their whole series. Because yeah, like we like I said, this is like part three of a album series, the Treasure series. Um, I think they continue to kill it with the pre-chorus part, uh, with the piano and like the layered louder vocal like building to the chorus um cooper and i talk about this a lot but we think ats has like some of the best pre-choruses for some reason like it's just always memorable to us um and i think for most of their songs including on this album um and i loved it in the song too i think the chorus is it's more fun and upbeat than usual for ats um but it helped like their vocalist shows some real power near the end of it anyway like we talked about like sam talked about um yeah so like it's it that was like a nice touch to like a more fun upbeat chorus um and also i like that they mix in a little bit of chip tunes during it um that was a nice mm -hmm. touch too um and i also pretty much like you said i'm gonna parrot you guys with the ending like the piano ballad-esque like ending with the woe parts was just fantastic like a really nice change up um and yeah overall it was just a really fun start to the album um, I loved it. I don't. I honestly don't know what my favorite song on the album is, but it's it's definitely up there. Um, and Cooper uh, wrote notes for each song, so uh, he said for Utopia, this is my favorite song on the album. It's anthemic, An anthemic. Anthemic. Yeah, yeah. Anthemic. Anthemic. Okay. It still feels like an '80s song. Angsty vocals mixed with a powerful and bright chorus. Jongo's vocals could fill a stadium. Honestly, it's so powerful. I love everything about this song. So Cooper also thinks it's the best song on the album. Um, Jacob didn't write uh, notes for each song, but I'm gonna assume it's his favorite song on the album because they're all it's one his of favorite them, song. Know. It's one of his favorite songs on the album. <laughs> Okay, um, moving on to the next song, which is one of two uh, singles for the album, and it is Illusion. Okay, so yeah, this song, I mean, I think this is good at, like, 80s version of a summer song, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. I mean, it's still, you know, a summer song, but it has, like, their flair to it, like, especially in the chorus. It's got, like, kind of, like, that brassy, like, yep. heavy, 
yep. sound. You know, I, I liked it. I actually really like that sound of kind of, I'm really starting to like 80s, I found, after kind of doing a bit of a deep dive. Um, I really liked uh, the beginning with, um, it's, it's Hongjun. He's become my bias. That's like easy, decided very quickly. He's one of the rappers. He's the one without the deep voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just love with all the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> like he does like a little laugh, like a little giggle before his rap. And it has like all these sound effects. You know, there's like auto tune, there's a little chipmunk voice. There's just like, there's just so much going on. And it's just so fun. Like I really, I really found like myself just like kind of smiling through it because I thought it was like kind of mm -hmm. quirky, kind of cool. Like I really like him and like his presence his persona like i think he's just really cool like even the live stages i was really just like yeah this guy he's got it like he's my bias he's he's the whole package really mm -hmm. um and what another thing i found in this song and i noticed they do this in a lot of their title tracks is they have the rappers kind of take the chorus like you know because like mingy usually has part of the chorus and i believe like the two of them had parts of the chorus in this song and then they usually also kind of have the vocalists as well because normally in like k-pop choruses it's usually like the main vocalists you know they do the choruses yeah but i found in 80s a lot of them they usually have the rappers kind of lead the chorus in a way and then kind of in like later they have the vocalists kind of end the chorus i think that's really cool how much they have their rappers like in the song Especially because it's really just the two of them. I mean, they have a lot of vocalists. Yeah. But um, it, it makes for me like it makes their choruses like have a very like distinct style. Yeah. Like, I always think of like the guy with the deep voice again. Like for when I when I picture T's, that's who I think of because their choruses always incorporate that into it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it makes them so hype. Like yeah. their choruses are just so fun. Because yeah, you're thinking yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, what else did I have? Um, and once again, uh, Jungu's vocals. He's doing some woos and they're going up, and it's just, it's so good. Like, he is such an insanely good vocalist. And he's the youngest yeah, yeah. member, too, which is like crazy. I mean, that's not like, not that the youngest member can't be the best singer, but it's usually not the case in most groups. Mm -hmm. And then as for like the rest of you know, like the music, the music video I thought was kind of cool. They're on a pirate ship. And then there's like kind of some animation going on in like the background. I thought that was really kind of like, I liked the aesthetic of it. It was cool. Um, choreo I thought was okay. I, it wasn't as heavy as I think their other songs. Yeah, which I guess makes sense for the concept. But, you know, the live performance is fun. Like they have a lot of fun in their stages. Yeah. I've noticed like it's made me really excited to see them for, at KCON. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be cool. They just look like they're having a great time. And yep. the type, so. Yeah, they, yeah. they give me, like, the vibe of, like, a, a more fun, upbeat version of Montsax. Um, mm -hmm. Like, they're both hype. They're both, like... And the the other thing is, like, Montsax also is has, like, these really good hidden vocal talents where, like, they're known for their rappers. Like, both ATs and Montsax, I feel like, put the forefront... Like, the rappers in the forefront... But they both have insanely good vocalists, like mm -hmm. in their songs and in, in the group too. Um, so yeah, they they definitely drew me in with those uh, comparisons, just as yeah. a group. What about you, Baron? What do you think of Illusion? Um, I thought this was the better of the two yeah. title tracks. Um, 
I might have I to really disagree, like... but that's just because of my inherent <laughs> tropical house. Yeah. Bias. So yeah, I, I kind of expected that from you. Um, the the, the first rap verse is really good. Um, mm-hmm. like I was kind of like I don't know. I I wasn't sold on the song until I heard that, and then as soon as it started, I was like, okay, like I can I can get into this. Uh, I, although I didn't like how much they used like auto tune yeah. on their voices throughout the whole song, I wasn't really the biggest fan of that. It like wasn't as wasn't like off putting. It just I think it maybe would have been a little bit better if they like didn't use it as or used it a little bit more sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the music video was pretty fun. I liked how it kind of had like a dreamlike quality to it, and then like it kind of ties in with like the other music video and how like they link together. That's I think pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the choreo, like I agree, it's it definitely didn't seem as like in, as intense as their previous ones, and I kind of liked it maybe a little bit more. Um, I kind of enjoy like the more like carefree kind of fun than like the like hardcore, super technical. Yeah, yeah I kind exactly. of agree. Yeah. I I think I agree with that too. Yeah. Um, I really liked oh for the music video, I really liked how like colorful it was. Yeah. Like I think they use pretty good like color palettes, and I, I liked a lot yes. of like the background, and it kind of mixed in with like the dream quality of it. So, yep, uh, actually quite a fan of the music video. Yeah, uh, like the I, background when they're on like the island part, yeah. I thought was really pretty. It was like, but it wasn't like pretty pretty, but like it was just yeah, the colors exactly. It was yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty good song, pretty good music video. Album's going pretty well so far. Yeah. Um, so for me, Sam, you'll have to uh, see if you agree with this because you're an actual fan. Um, but for me, this gives off like Pentagon vibes with like the bouncy piano and like the auto tune, like trap elements. It's just like a fun boy group song. But that bouncy piano part, like I feel like that's just a Pentagon thing, isn't it? I like mean, they do that in Shine, I guess. They do that. In, okay, they do that in their most popular song, which is like what I know Pentagon for. <laughs> So that's why it reminded, it reminded me of Shine. Okay. So it I didn't remind me of one, Pentagon, but it reminded me of Shine. One thing, though, with this group is Jungo, their lead vocalist or main vocalist, he does, to me, sound a lot like Juno from Pentagon. So every okay. now and then I get a, I get a slight Pentagon vibe because their main vocalists yeah. like, remind me of each other. Yeah. But okay. So this song reminded me of Shine. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I agree with what you said with the chorus. I love the brass part. I thought it was really cool. Um, like really hard hitting, like under a fun poppy song. Um, and yeah, I agree. The rap parts are fantastic. Uh, but I also agree with what Baron said, like usual. Um, this is just my personal preference most of the time, but I wish the vocals weren't auto-tuned. Um, even if it's just an artistic choice, but for this song, it's not as egregious as it is in a lot of other songs. Um, so it's fine. It's just, I, I don't see the need for it. So I don't know why they do it. Like they're like, Oh, it's an artistic yeah. choice. It, but it, to me, it just sounds, makes the song sound worse. Um, I, I think it can work sometimes. Like, did yeah, you like Everglow song? I, I hated well, it at first, but now I, I have grew to, it, it's probably my most listened to 2019 song to be honest, but <laughs> I funny. hated yeah. it at first. Um, yeah. I remember you just going off and like, your whole rant about autotune. I mean, I, I get stand that. It. It's I've, so obnoxious. I like what autotune has become. Like, I feel like in this year, like how they've yeah. approached autotune, like back in like T pain days, like autotune, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. garbage. It's just garbage. Yeah. But like how Everglow did it, how ATS has done it in the past. Like, I think it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It, there, there are good ways to use it. Um, 
and yeah, it, it's, it's not, I don't know. There's, I just agree for the most part. Like it, when it's used in places, it doesn't need to be used. It, it's really like annoying yeah. in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I Everglow, I, I got over, I guess, and just grew to love how hype and amazing that song is, <laughs> um, despite its auto-tune. Um, but yeah, moving back to Illusion, um, but yeah, for the music video, uh, I agree with what you guys said. I, I think it's cheesy, um, but it fits the song, um, and it's, it's, almost just, like, a, it's like just a lot of fun. Camp, campy a little bit? Like, yeah, it's exactly. Kind of like, it, yeah. It it's campy. It's it's fun, but it it's cheesy in a good way. Like it's on purpose to fit the song. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it was a good good music video. It, like wasn't super high budget or anything, but it it was still fine. Um, and yeah, like you said, the the bits of choreography we saw, um, although it wasn't super complicated, it, they really put a ton of energy into making all their movements as big as possible. Um, so I yeah. did appreciate that they like they went all out with the choreography even though it's not like technically impressive um it, they just made it made it seem hype and fun um yeah they do so like even, good hand movements and, like jumping yeah and that kind of stuff. yeah exactly like all their movements were really big and I think that fits the song really well mm-hmm. um so yeah I enjoyed it um as I hinted at uh, I probably like wave a little bit more but that's just because of my tastes in music um cooper uh did not leave much uh on the song he said the song gets a lot of hate in the discord but i love the trap and autotune here the music video is super quirky and fun and the choreography is infectious um so he seemed to enjoy getting hate in discord i didn't apparently this was the more favored one i can't remember i didn't i don't know i wasn't really paying attention when people were talking about ats in discord i missed that conversation so i don't know yeah I don't. I can't confirm or deny Cooper's. <laughs> I know they weren't getting a lot of love, like yeah. <laughs> that yeah. much. I remember, but I can't remember what the Discord consensus was like. Well, that's because most of Discord better. has bad music taste, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on to Crescent. So, what do you think of Crescent, Sam? So this was interesting. I, yep. I actually thought Spotify got the song order wrong. Yep. So did I. Because I was like, wait, shouldn't this be the intro? Yeah, I was I mean, like, why is this a, here? Yeah, because they did a similar thing in their first album, yeah, how yeah, they, they opened it, it up. Yep. And I mean, like, yeah, you get like this whole ASMR, like, open your eyes kind of thing. And I was like, this is really weird. But then it just, like, got cool. I don't know. Like, you got some, like, strings all of a sudden. It's like waves crashing. I thought that was really cool. And, um... I like eventually like on like the third listen I finally got it like why it's in the middle which I'm mm. like I, when I figured that out, I felt like I had like this huge like revelation like no it's <laughs> it's like it's pretty simple I feel like because it's like you know the first one with illusion you know that's like mm. the classic AT's kind of pirate sound that they have mm-hmm. and then it's like they land on the island you know and then the next song they're on the island I was like okay <laughs> like yep. it's how the transition it makes sense I wish it was a better transition like i hate it because it feels like it's you know it's a transition into the next song but it doesn't go straight into it it no, like cuts it's, it's completely jarring it, there's like yeah. sounds yeah. of like waves and stuff and then it's just like tropical house because like i was getting into it you know because it has that whole you know relaxing and like the waves are crashing then it stops and then it's the next song it's like no yeah. like transition it like yeah. get like a clean yep. cut into it yeah yeah 
I feel like they missed like a really good opportunity there to have yeah. like the start of wave, maybe have some waves in it or something. So you can yeah. have like the sound of the waves to connect it or something. Um, I, I thought the same thing. Like I was really confused why this was here and I didn't understand. I thought it was like, I downloaded the wrong version or something. Like it wasn't in the right place. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I, I still didn't understand it until I watched the music video. Yeah. And when I watched the music video, I was like, oh, now I understand what's going on here. And like mm. the open your eyes part, it's like they're dreaming and then like they wake up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the song's like kind of like weird though. Like I don't really want to listen to it. <laughs> so well, like, it's not a song. It's yeah. It's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like. I usually don't like like skits or stuff in my music. So I a lot agree. of times, I I like when I I'll listen to them when I'm listening to the whole album a few mm. times, and then after I listen to them, I'll take them out. Like when I put them on my playlists. Yeah. So I don't have to like listen to them. So this is one of those songs that it's kind of neat. I wish it had flowed better, but I'll probably just take it out of my list when I listen to this album. Yeah. One one of SES's albums has talking parts between every song and it's a full album with like 13 songs. There's like <laughs> it's it's insane. Well, actually, I think there's two skits between some songs. There's like there's oh like gosh. 19 skits in that album and then like 12 songs. It's like a 40 track album. Yeah, that's absurd. It, it's it's so oh. obnoxious to listen to. I skip because you have to skip every other song. Um, yeah. But as for Crescent, um, yeah, I agree. Well, so I didn't think they got the order wrong. I just thought this was like an intro. Like this was part of like a song and then wave started. And I was like, that was a really jarring, weird intro for the <laughs> song. I thought it was all one track. And then I went back and I was like, Oh, it's a separate track. That's odd. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a weird mix up to put the interlude, like make it an interlude instead of an intro. Cause like Sam said, they, they had the intro for the first album. Um, and it worked really well. It's also insanely epic in the English lyric quote thing is ridiculous um but it's it's fun uh but yeah for this like like you said it it makes sense thematically to put it here um especially with like the lyrics of like open your eyes and the whole illusion dream thing and like they marooned on an island or something and they're dreaming and then they wake up um and yeah it fits with the whole telling a story throughout the whole series with this whole pirate theme um but it it is jarring. Um, the, it could yeah. have been a better transition. But overall, the music the, itself I thought was awesome. Like I love the mu- the movie soundtrack, like string based thing that they do. Um, it just would have been better as an intro, um, or with a better transition to the next song. I agree with pretty much what you guys said. Um, Cooper said, "Obligatory. Why wasn't this a full song? Because um, we say that about most intros or weird." transitions i guess in this case uh he said the strings with their vocals and rap would have been so epic and ocean sounds man this could have been something more um so it sounded like he wished it was a full song like we usually do um next we have the other single on the album wave what do you think sam so like the first like four seconds immediately i thought of winner's island like that's where i thought the song was going but it didn't so like once the vocals started, I was like, okay, this is better than Winner's Island. Um, once again, the woes are back. I really love those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I mean, it's it's Tropical House. I mean, I I can recognize this is a good Tropical House song. I mean, because yeah. I didn't, I wasn't annoyed by it. Like it wasn't <laughs> so like in that's your the, face. That's the bar for Tropical House. <laughs> if it's a it's a good Tropical House song, if it's not annoying. 
Yeah. Like, I was just like, the whole time, I'm like, it's not for me, but I recognize this is a better attempt, like, at a tropical house. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's <laughs> definitely bad tropical house songs. Yeah. And yeah. You know, they did it, I guess, you know, it's the AT's tropical house, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's, you know, good. I think that's praise for, you know, the songwriters and the producers of like this, it's tropical house, but it's at least it's eighties and it's not just a generic tropical house of like, where did this come from? You know, it's their kind of attempt at it. I thought that was, that was a good job. Uh, I thought the ending of the songs really fun. Like I, mean, I was just kind of dancing. And so I thought that was fun. Like they kind of changed it up. It's not the eighties knows how, how they know how to end songs. I just, I really appreciate that. Because so many times endings just like happen, like I don't know. I I feel like I talk about endings a lot, you know. Especially you know when you look at like the YG groups, like they don't know how to end a song. Like this album, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. What they do you mean that YG songs. the endings are like the only good parts of the song? God no. <laughs> they just don't match with the rest of the song. It's the problem. It makes no sense. They make no sense. Like these build off of what was happening yeah. in the song, and yep. it's just it's so satisfying if you came to an ending you know and you feel like you feel like you there was a purpose to listen to this i mean that sounds so stupid but it just if you really just feel happy i think when there's something like that at the end and as for you know the the music videos they're literally just kind of dancing on some sand and then they're like in a skateboard park in a convenience store they're having yeah. a fun time like it's it's you know i feel like it's kind of your generic you know summer yeah. song music video mm-hmm. uh no beer pong this time <laughs> unlike uh WJ said. <laughs> um and as for the live stage i like the choreo better on this song uh i mean like once again overall they're stage present it's really impressive like i forget that they're rookies because they like this is their third mini in like yeah. I feel like like seven months or something. They've just yeah. come back a ridiculous amount of time. They've toured. They're going like they've done yep. so much. And I really, I mean, hats off to them. Like they're doing a really good job. And I really found myself having fun watching them perform this song on like M Countdown the River because they just seem to really be enjoying themselves. Which it's crazy because you would think they're exhausted, but I guess they're not. Like they've got all this energy to keep going. <laughs> yep. I thought the song like started out pretty good. Like I'm not like, tropical house can be very hit or miss for me. Mm. I, I'm not like opposed to it and I'm not like in love with it, but it can kind of feel like a little bit tired or something. Like it's like, Oh, yeah. another one. Like, we'll Oh see yeah. Yeah. We've definitely gotten a lot of them. Yeah. So I was, I was really on board with the song for like the first third of it or so, like the first minute. Cause it starts out like a little bit quiet and then there's like some rap, and a really good pre-chorus but then like when the chorus starts it kind of loses me a little bit it kind of feels to me like a very generic chop house chorus like it doesn't really seem like it does anything and especially because i'm not as invested in the group i can't really this is one of those songs where like i can't remember specific parts of it very well like i yeah. was just listening to part of it right now and i still already forgot it um so wasn't really that big of a fan of the chorus the music video it was kind of fun i liked how it i did like how it got connected to the other music video yeah and how it's like open your eyes and they open their eyes and they're on the beach and they walk around and stuff i don't really like music videos they're kind of like we're gonna film the members pretending to have fun in places it's, yeah. like, it's like a boring theme for me like it's like oh man we're having fun at the skate park or like we're having fun in this beach and i'd rather them 
it sounds kind of lame, but I'd rather than like do like the formation dance on location somewhere than just run around and jump and smile at each other and stuff. So yeah. this video was just kind of okay. Although I did think like the other one, they made good use of like color palettes and good use of there was some really like beautiful shots of like the waves and the beaches and stuff. It's just mm -hmm. like the maybe the the sub subject matter of or the theme. I don't know. That kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's Tropical House, like you guys said. Um, I think Cooper got me into ATs because their first album, he's like, this is Tropical House, but this is a really cool Tropical House, so you should check them out, Nate. Um, and yeah, I, I just think like they, they have their own twist on it, like you guys said. Like it's it's not it's not super generic. It's like they're doing a whole series of piratey tropical housey themed albums and but it has their own flavor. Um I thought Using chip tunes instead of the usual tropical house synths for the pre-chorus was a really good idea. Um, that changed it up a little bit, made it a little more interesting, um, and the guitar mixed in uh, as well um, was good. Uh, and yeah, one, we've said it a lot this album, but their vocals are fantastic. Um, definitely got to point those out. Um, but what's the deal with k-pop artists using the lyrics hakuna matata late like it happened it's happened so much in the last like year to two years why I is it that i, no, I, I didn't either like just living in like that's a skill you pick up like listening like living in korea and like knowing a little bit of, more korean i guess but like like actually hearing those english words within like with a Korean accent is definitely a skill you pick up. And I would just, I hear that like Hakuna Matata is said so many times the past couple of years in K-pop. Yeah, stream it's so Hakuna weird. Matata by a dream note. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I noticed that. That's just a weird little note I had. I was like, why? Why did they say that? It's so weird. Um, it's a wonderful phrase. It is. Um, they're gearing up. They got to get hype for the live action movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as for the music video, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. It's it's your typical tropical house summer music video. Like, it it's nothing special. Um, but it was fun and it was fine. Um, and yeah, the choreography. I I guess I didn't watch the live stage, so it sounded like you liked it a lot, Sam. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. They didn't really show much in the music video. Um, so like it was fine. Um, yeah. But it it the stuff they showed in the music video wasn't too like interesting or crazy so um it wasn't bad it, it was just it was if that makes sense <laughs> yeah um cooper said this is their most basic ass song yet but i still really <laughs> but i still really like it their pre-choruses are still some of the best in the industry what carries this song is their vocals the music video is your generic summer music video but it's pretty high quality and there's some cool sunset shots the choreo once again elevates the live performance they're seriously one of the best performance groups right now um, so Cooper loved it despite its basic assness. <laughs> um, we'll move on to Aurora. What do you think, Sam? Okay, so this song gave me a lot of Seventeen vibes, mm -hmm. like especially with like the songs like um, like Home and Thanks. Like that's the kind of vibe I yeah. got. Like there was at one point where I like <laughs> legitimately thought I was hearing Seventeen's vocals in this song. So. I don't know if it's necessarily a compliment or not. Like, it's definitely not an insult. <laughs> but I also don't really care for Home and Thanks. So that's kind of, I guess, my like feelings towards the song. Like, it's not a bad song at all. But I just recognize it's not for me. 
Um, one thing I guess to point out is uh, Hong Jun, their their uh, rapper and um, leader, I think uh, he actually helped compose this. I think this was the only song that he helped compose. For the most part, they've got like the same three people doing every single song on all three of these like albums. I noticed, which is probably why they have such a distinct sound and it's so cohesive. Which I think is really cool. It's a lot of times with K-pop albums, you know, it's like different composers producers on every song but they got the same guys doing like everything and then um they had a member help out with this song uh this was the one song where you guys kept talking about like the pre-chorus is being so good this was the one song where i was like i hate this pre-chorus <laughs> like my comment is literally why am i suddenly being yelled at like yeah. <laughs> the song is like kind of chill and all of a sudden, like, Mingy is just, like, yelling, like, at me. I'm just like, whoa. Like, I mean, it does <laughs> It's, like, it's of, like, a little overwhelming. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. I mean, it kind of, I guess I can kind of see where, like, it gets hype and then it, like, kind of drops and, like, settled mellows out a bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, in the moment, I was just like, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, like, so off-putting in a way. Um, and, um... I just thought that this song in general, it could have been more chill. Like it, I felt like it, it was just like the instrumentals, like they're still going like too hard, hitting too hard where I'm like, you know, like, let's like bring it down, make this a really chill song. Like it doesn't need to be like two ATs, you know, cause I feel like ATs, like they really like hit you. And I'm like, yeah. no, let's like bring it back a little more, you know, kind of mellow, like have a, um, trying to like think of the word, but you know, just kind of, like you know like a palate cleanser like relax a little bit i don't know um and then they have a lot li- they had a live stage for this as well they had a live stage for everything except their best wow. song but <laughs> and i mean it was it was okay i felt like this was the one live stage where I, I wasn't feeling them like they were trying too hard like for such like a more softer kind of slower song they're still like hitting yeah. their moves too hard i was like okay guys okay feel like read the song and like you don't need to hit everything hard like you know feel the music you know yeah take it back a notch yeah that's that's it i think this is like it was my least memorable song and i kind of agree that like it almost feels like the song can't make up its mind about what it wants to be mm-hmm. and it did sound pretty familiar to me maybe it is now that i think about it i think it may actually be 17 home that it was re- reminding me of because it sounded like very familiar with especially like the chorus like yeah. the instrumental and the chorus sounded familiar to me but i couldn't i still can't exactly place what it reminds me of but i was kind of lukewarm on this one yeah it's not quite do- doing it for me it's like it's not awful though yeah yeah kind yeah i know what you mean yeah 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 um yeah, I thought it was a nice mix-up with, like, a loungy R&B song as opposed to the, like, more upbeat tropical stuff that they had before. Um, I thought I thought it was just, like, a nice chill song, uh, or, like, a good song to chill to. Um, I, I'm i going to say the opposite of Sam, though, and I love the pre-chorus. I love it. It's, like, well, okay, so not for the vocals, because you said you didn't like it because <laughs> it, he felt like he was yelling at you. And, like, I don't even really remember the vocals but just the mix of like the strings the synths and like the silence they use like the instrumentals themselves for the pre-chorus i just thought was really cool just the like staccato nature of it and the silence they use and like the way the strings hit um 
it, I just thought it was really cool. Um, and I thought it went into a nice, like, chill drop chorus. Like, with the song like this and the way the pre-chorus was building, it could have... The chorus could have been too hard. Um, like, the drop chorus could have been, like, way too hard, and that would have ruined the song, in my opinion. Um, but I, I thought it was nice that they kind of subverted your expectations with that pre-chorus and then dropped back into a more chill song um, to match the rest of it. Um, so yeah, overall, I liked it a lot still. Um, but I, I can see why you guys wouldn't like it as much. <clears throat> uh, and then Cooper said, This song is so good. I love the synths, and also the choreo is amazing for a non-promoted B-side like why. That is what he wrote. He disagrees with you, Sam. Um, okay, let's move on to the final song in the album, Dancing Like Butterfly Wings. Okay, so this one's kind of interesting because the sample, like the guitar sample they used is from a Pentagon song. Is it really? So, yeah, it's from um, Pentagon's Genius. Uh, the song wasn't on like the album. Like it's, You can see it on YouTube. They have a video. And so that was weird of like, it's literally like the same song <laughs> okay. and like, they're both kind of like feel good kind of songs. Although the Pentagon one's like more emotional. Like if you watch the video at like one point, like they're talking to their dads and it's, it's really emotional where it's like, I mean, this one still kind of has like, like a bit of like a powerful, like there's something about that sample that is like really just kind of feel good. Like. I don't know how to explain it, but there's the feeling that I think is evoked from that specific sample that both the songs use. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I think this is a good song. This song made no sense on the album. I will say yeah. that. <laughs> it came it's out like of... a huge change of pace from everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless, I guess, you know, maybe this is like the ending of their... I, I, I guess is the, like the albums, are they like a trilogy? Like, is this the end of like the treasure? I, I don't know if this thing? is the end of the whole thing or I not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about like 80s to really like, I guess. But I mean, I guess I could see this as like a nice, like happy ending of like, oh, like, yay, like we've done so much. I don't know. But um, yeah, it didn't really make sense. There's more woes in this. You know, it's fine. I like them. Um, the bridge, I guess it's the bridge made like, yeah, that was weird. The yep. bridge is really bad. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, see, it what it, it could have been okay. Yeah. But it only lasted like three seconds <laughs> and then we're back to the guitar riff yeah and, like, yeah it's like where did this come like, from what is this doing here <laughs> yeah you know if they like committed and like did a whole thing like it would have been better except it's just like they like both the rappers say their lines and then it's like yeah <laughs> oh, we're back yep. <laughs> like it's, it's it was weird um one thing i guess two things i have to point out is once again talking up my my two biases i formed in this group is song <laughs> june's rap earlier in the song not the bridge part but earlier in the song like was awesome i thought it was really good he has such a flow to him that i just i think is really impressive and really good i really i really like that guy and then um jungo's voice his vocals oh my god especially at the end he has like he's just going up there oh it's so good and um like once uh, once again there's a live stage for this uh, i thought this was better than the aurora one and i mean they do like butterfly wings in the choreo which i, I that's, think that's, that's cool. fun yeah, I mean, it was, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was it um i mean 
it was it was a fun stage i'm still just like mad that utopia didn't get a live stage now that yeah. all the other ones did but yeah. i mean yeah, overall it's like yeah it's a good song it just didn't make any sense on this album mm-hmm. so, so i definitely did not i'm not that discerning with guitar samples but i really like the, the guitars in the song yeah even though it like doesn't really fit like their their feel or their theme that they have going i thought it worked pretty well in the song and i enjoyed that uh all the rap parts are really good like in all their songs but i really didn't like that bridge and it's not like the rapper's fault because it's like that weird drop thing that goes on behind them but the bridge mm-hmm. is it really bad um it doesn't ruin the song the song i still enjoy overall but that part's not that good. The, the chorus is kind of okay, but all the, the verses are quite good. And I feel like it could be a pretty good song if they just, I don't know, went with a different direction on for that bridge. You should have uh, listened to yeah. the Pentagon song then. <laughs> Pentagon <laughs> song doesn't have that bridge. I'll have to make sure to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I love the focus on the guitar, um, not knowing that it was a Pentagon song as well. Um, and for the millionth time, also, I agree. I got to point out the vocals. Uh, they're fantastic throughout. Uh, but yeah, I also agree. I think the rap stood out the most in this song, um, the non-bridge rap. Um, yeah. That definitely was the the most hype, or like my favorite rap uh, verse uh, on the album. Um, but I, I disagree with you, Sam, where I think the bridge was short enough that it didn't ruin the song but if it went on longer it would have ruined the song for me where for me i was like where did this come from okay it's gone good it's gone <laughs> like it, it lasted three seconds and i can just pretend that never happened uh because that was weird uh but if that kept going i would have been like why is it happening why they just completely ruined the vibe of this song um but it's so short it was fine um that's how i felt about it <laughs> sure i guess that's a way to look at things (laughs) yep um okay uh and cooper said for this last song this is a concert closer if i've ever heard one at this point i'm tired of the chanting whoa oh oh still a good song (laughs) so he still enjoyed it okay uh so that's it for a review of 80s treasure episode three one to all um we'll get to our scores now um, for me, well, I guess we'll start with Sam. I will keep an order. I'm so used to going first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, I would say, I would say this is, I think, their weakest album yet, or it's more, I guess, not to my taste. That's probably maybe yeah. a better way of putting it, because it's still like, it's still not a bad album, because like, it's really cohesive, I think, and that's really just something we don't get in K-pop. And I mean, it's so funny because going into this album review like ATs has kind of always been like an eye roll to me of like okay because they've kind of really blown up and I've it's not that I think they're bad like I think they're good it's just that they've been so hyped up that yeah. I just kind of haven't had the desire to, <clears throat> yeah like, yeah I can for, understand someone yeah. pushes something on you so much that you're just like no I don't want to check this out anymore yeah I mean <laughs> plus they're a guy group which is also just not my like go-to so I haven't had that like energy, but after I think reviewing this album, like I really listened to their other stuff. I try to kind of learn some members, watch some live stages. Like I'm, I, I think the hype is well worth it. Like, I think they kind of deserve all the hype they've been getting. I think they're a really good group. Like, like, like the rappers are amazing. 
Jungo is phenomenal. Their other vocalists are great too. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't quite pick them out like specifically. So sorry for people who have like biases and ATs that I didn't <laughs> talk about, but yeah. like they're all good. Like this is a really good group. And like they're, I think they're only going to get better. But yeah. <laughs> saying all that, now I'm going to give them not a great score. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of 10. <laughs> So, so music music wise, I ended up giving them a five point five out of seven. Uh, like it says, like like the songs aren't bad. There's nothing bad about any of the songs. They're just not my taste, mm-hmm. and so that's really where a lot of the, like the points going down are. And um, concept wise, I gave this a one point five. The same reason why I gave WJSN like the one point five. Like it's the summer concept. Like there's nothing really exciting happening. They're just like in t-shirts and pants and the choreos you know nothing too crazy nothing too impressive mm-hmm. so yeah 5.5 1.5 i gave this a 7 out of 10 uh, I, I feel pretty similar about the group in general like i actually i've actually never listened to their first ep like i've i've seen some of the music videos cuz i think cooper was shilling for them at some point in discord and i watched oh, them many times yes <laughs> okay, a lot, all the time but I really liked uh, their second EP, and I really like "Say My Name." Yeah. Um, so like that was when I kind of was like, kind of like, oh man, this is like a very good song for like a, a rookie group. I should maybe pay attention to them a little bit more. So that's how, kind of what put them on my radar, but not enough to make me go back and listen to the first album. Still, so you should still do it. It's really list. good. Um. Yeah, I need to for sure. Th- this album I didn't like as much as their second one. Uh, hmm. It's maybe more consistently good, but I feel like there's no one song that I like as much as I like Say My Name. And I, yeah. for me, I'm more about like the highs than like consistently good songs. So like if, it's like, if you have like an album with one really good song and a bunch of okay ones, I'd prefer that to a song with just a bunch of good songs because I, I kind of just lose track of an album that doesn't have like a standout song on it. Even though Utopia yeah. was quite good, it wasn't quite like the top tier. Yeah. But it's still a very impressive set of two albums from a very new group. Uh, I like this one. I'll give it uh, a five out of seven for music. And then for the styling, I did like both of the music videos. I liked illusion a lot more than wave, but like good use of um, colors and excitement. So I think two out of three for that one. So I think we're in agreement again, Sam seven out of 10. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, I love everything. Um, I, I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> and I agree. I, I don't think it's as good as, as episode two. And I'm pretty sure I gave that a 10 out of 10. Um, but oh, wow. I did I wow. did think <laughs> all of the music on the album was great. Um, so I did give it full marks for that. I gave it a 7 out of 7 for music. Um, there wasn't really anything egregious to me that like ruined the vibe and i i agree sam i i like the consistency of the album um like you said we don't get that a lot in k-pop um most k-pop albums try to do like a different genre for every song almost um so it was nice to have that uh kind of cohesion um and then i i did give them the two out of three for concept uh i the music videos like i really liked illusions music video um waves was fine but it wasn't like it wasn't bad um so it 
they didn't get full marks there, obviously, but I don't I don't think they deserved full marks for that. Um, but I thought, and I really like I I really like what they did with the choreography with Illusion, like just that energy they put into it. Um, so that kind of bumped them up a bit to a two. Uh, so I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, Cooper said overall, while this doesn't reach the perfection that is episode two for me. This is still one of the better summer albums I've heard. I like every song, and some will some will go on my best of the year list. The choreography all around is still just as good as their previous ones. ATs have crept up my favorites list lately. I consider them just below my alts at this point. I really can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, and he gave the music a six out of seven, and the concept a two point five out of three for an eight point five out of ten. And then also, Jacob gave us his thoughts. Uh, Andrew did not, but Jacob did, just as an overall giant paragraph. Uh, so bear with me while I read this. Jacob said, ATs continues to impress following their awesome last release with Episode 2. The album starts out with Utopia, which is an incredible electronic pop song with punchy bass, powerful vocals, and a super hype chorus. They definitely started the album out with a bang. Next, they went to Illusion, which I wasn't as impressed with. They rely too much on tropes often used in a lot of hip-hop and mainstream pop these days that I ha that I think have overstayed their welcome on the scene. The autotune is unnecessary. That being said, I don't think these things totally break the song. It's still fun, just not my favorite, and I hope they try and steer clear of this style in the future. Following that, we have Crescent, which is an interlude starts out with whispering voices and interesting radio samples, as well as ocean sounds and cinematic orchestration. I really wish it was the beginning to a full song. Next was Wave, which is a fun tropical song with catchy string instrumentals, bouncy vocals, another strong entry. Aurora really stood out, stood out to me with a fusion of acoustic guitar instrumentals as well as electron, electric percussion. The vocals on the song came out quite well as well, also. The synths leading into the chorus really led to a nice build-up and satisfying drop chorus. Lastly, we have Dancing Like Butterfly Wings, which was nice, but I didn't like as much as tracks like Utopia and Aurora. The vocals came out nice, but the hook for the chorus was a little basic for my tastes. Overall, this is another really great release from ATs. The only knocks I give are really for Illusion not being my favorite from them, and the music video being pretty basic. As I've stated before, I really hope they can keep up this momentum, because I see a lot of potential for them, especially if they can maintain music of this quality. And he gave it a 6.5 out of 7 for music, and a 1.5 out of 3 for concept for an 8 out of 10. So, with our 5 ratings added up, and average, we get a 7.9, which rounds up to an 8. So, I think that's a good place for this album. Uh, I knew I would be on the high end with a, a 9. Um, but yeah, Cooper and Jacob thought it was 8, 8.5. And you guys seem to like it a little bit less. But not not too bad. For all I, Andrew probably would have given this like a five, so you guys, you guys, <laughs> but he would have, he would have seen Tropical House and be like, nope, minus five points just for a Tropical House song. Um, probably. That's, that's not true, but. Okay. Um, if you enjoyed the album, let us know what your thoughts, or if you didn't enjoy the album, um, tell us what you think of this album in the comments on YouTube, um, or tweet us or whatever, or come talk to us on Discord about it. Cause we're all hanging out there. Okay, let's move on to topic two, which is a much more serious, um, depressing, hardcore topic. We're going to talk about Somi's debut. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, man, we should have made that a topic. I could go on for hours about that. Um, we'll save that for releases, I guess. Um, that That's another horrible, sad topic. But no, there's uh, some much more serious, uh, important news that we should probably talk about. That came out this week. 
Um, so we're going to talk about BIs from Icon's drug scandal as well as what that kind of caused within YG. Um, so I guess I'll just go over like the timeline first and then we could just discuss what you guys think of what this means for the industry and stuff like that. Um, so like earlier this week, uh, Dispatch kind of released some information about BI being involved in a drug scandal. Um, I don't remember if it was him trying to buy or just him using um, drugs. It was LSD. It was LSD yeah. and weed. Um, so obviously, if you don't know much about Korea's uh, culture and stuff, they're pretty conservative, um, especially when it comes to stuff like this. Um, so even weed's a pretty big deal when it comes to all, like uh, sentencing and stuff. Um, so yeah, going above that to like LSD, I'm sure is probably pretty bad. Um, but yeah, so they released that, um, and I think like right away YG did their usual deny thing, and then for within four hours he had left the group um, of Icon and left YG, uh, which is pretty like so it, it seemed like the the evidence was pretty concrete, um, and so uh, he clearly had to leave like he's not gonna like that's just what happens in these situations you're not gonna stay and completely ruin like the company's not gonna want to keep you first of all Two, like most people aren't gonna want to ruin the reputation of their whole group and like all their friends or whatever um so that's not surprising now what that means for icon we'll get into because he was their main producer um and kind of like their main person in the group so and he did a lot of producing for yg just in general um, so we'll talk about that as well. But then we find out it gets a little bit deeper. So Hanso He was involved. Um, if you don't know who she was, she was a former YG trainee. Um, she was involved, was that last year with Top Drug Scandal? Was what, that last two years year? ago? Two years ago. Was it that long ago already? Yeah. Because um, it was like when he was like starting off in the military, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, I don't know. It's, it was, I think, two years ago. Okay. Um, so yeah, she, she was the trainee that like got caught with top, like smoking weed, um, and hanging out and kind of like, there was a whole scandal involved there. Um, so she apparently was also involved in this, um, and she supposedly her and YG had conversations about like what to do with this like scandal and like how to cover up the fact that they're using drugs and stuff um so that leaked which is a really big deal um i don't think it's really surprising to most of us because so i don't know about yeah you guys listeners you're gonna get a fresh perspective maybe on yg in this whole situation because you've heard me jacob and and andrew talk about it a lot um and talk about how we hate yg and he's ruining the company and everything and um, i'm sure you guys probably agree with that at this point um but maybe you'll get a different perspective <laughs> maybe you're like nope yg's right we're gonna defend him well, don't um, you know we're the biggest yg fans yeah obviously. definitely exactly um <laughs> no yeah so some stuff goes around with her talking to yg and i think some text messages were revealed and stuff as well so yeah it got all the way up to yg himself um which is a pretty big deal obviously and he ended up leaving the company as well as his brother who was the ceo has also stepped down um so 
with that being said, um, I guess let's start with Sam. What do, what do you think of all this? Um, what, what do you think this means for YG? What do you think this means for the industry as a whole? Um, YG the company and YG the person. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was like, it's one of the things where I'm like, I don't even know if this is really even going to affect anything. Because I mean, like, sure, you know, the YG, like, YG and his brother, like, they stepped down. They're like, that doesn't necessarily mean they're gone. Like, they're still the biggest, like, shareholders of the company. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have influence. Like, so it's, I mean, the whole talk is like, you know, if the next person's just going to be like a puppet, I guess, which I don't know how true that I don't, I don't know how any of this works. Like, so I don't want to be like talking as if like, I know exactly what's going to happen because I have no idea. And like, as for Icon, like, I don't even know what's like, it's going to happen there. Like, I don't know, YG, YG is just a huge train wreck. And it's one thing I was like trying yeah, to think about. Like, been a good year. <laughs> no, <laughs> like what's one good thing they've done? I have no idea like this year but um it's just like i'm wondering like how different this would have played out if there wasn't like the burning suns stuff from earlier this year because it was how like bi left was so fast like that thing was just bam 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 it's over he's gone now yg's gone like it just went by which was pretty insane because it's, hmm. I mean, it's not like this is, this isn't their first drug scandal. Yeah. You know, I feel like they so, constantly are trying to, I mean, like GD's still around. Like he had yeah, his, yeah. I mean, tops, I guess, kind of difference is he's in the military. So like, I, we, I guess we don't really know what's going to happen when he comes back. Like if yeah. he's, but now who has any, like, who knows what happens to Big Bang now with, you know, yeah. with Sungri and then YG's gone, like this whole thing is just i don't think anyone can actually predict what's gonna happen yeah. In this, yeah it's one thing i forgot to mention which makes like ties into the burning sun scandal thing is there's also when all this drug um like stuff came out uh, also came out that like bi and previous like drug like accusations that were swept under the rug by like police and stuff so that kind of ties in with the burning sun stuff of like police corruption and yg getting special treatment like the company and their their artists and stuff um kind of being able to do these illegal things and getting away with them um so i think that that had a big like just a big effect on how all this played out um because they're already there's already so much like scrutiny for them with all the police corruption and everything involving Burning Sun that the fact that like oh well one of their members was using drugs or like one of their training or not trainees artists was using drugs and they were able to get away with it even though they were caught by police like mm-hmm. they can't deal with that again they just have to let them go yeah and it's just like it makes me wonder like how deep does this really go like it's almost like even like more suspicious because like they stepped down you know that Mm -hmm. like i feel like there is there's something else there that like they just i don't i don't even know but i mean from what i've kind of gathered it sounds like um hanso he like it sounds like she just knows things and she kind of just doesn't give a 
fuck anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like she knows a lot of things. Yeah, because yeah, she she was almost calculated like in all this. Because yeah. when she met with YG to like mm-hmm. to you know change her story or get her story right or whatever, how he like kind of phrased it. Like she took a picture of like herself at the building of like proof that like she was there. This meeting happened and like everything. Like it sounds and like it sounds like she just doesn't care and she is just gonna kind of spill everything which i mean i kind of i mean i'm okay with that i mean i can see how it sounds like very like villainous of her i mean she has such a bad reputation yeah. you know i mean i don't think she's like a great person but well no i mean she she's does... the one hanging out and like doing weed like smoking weed and doing yeah. lsd with with bi and like, top and stuff like it's like is there's nothing really wrong with that i mean no, that's but... my that's my own personal yeah, view yeah, of yeah, yeah. that whole thing yeah. But I mean, I do understand the whole like she is kind of you know ruining these idols' lives and <laughs> reputations. But it's yeah. not like it's no, they're her not ruining. Fault they're not ruining entirely. their reputations yeah. or anything. Yeah, it's all her fault. Exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's and what the fans would think. Exactly. So I think I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what comes of YG? Like, how many more artists are really like in this? Because then like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because part of it also is funny because, you know, B.I. had his announcement where, you know, he said, like, he admitted to, you know, you know, I guess buying or, you know, the conversation, which, I mean, there's proof of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. But he said he never used it, which... I'm just buying this LSD yeah. to just have it. Like, I'm not going to use it. Like <laughs> it was a ton. It was, like, a thousand plus dollars worth of oh, LSD. Oh, really? Jeez. Oh, yeah. It was, like, ten sheets. There's Like, he asked specifically of, like, an amount to pay and she was like yeah that's gonna cost like over a thousand dollars and he in the text conversation it even like flat out admitted that he had i'm thinking it's smoked weed with her because it said yeah, something well, like we've done it yeah it's like oh we've done it before so i'm like okay well they've obviously have smoked weed and he's talking in the text conversation that he enjoys weed so i'm like <laughs> okay so that that happened and then the guy from winter then like oh, yeah, comes for- into this yep I and forgot. he like is like no yeah he used it and he failed his drug test even though yg was like they didn't which this was another thing what's the point of the drug, drug test, test? Really? if you know all your artists because they're obviously drugs. not kicking they're not gonna they're kick not a member out. out yeah yeah exactly it's just so they know i guess and they can try to like yeah maybe like, temper prepare. the yeah but i thought that was so funny it's like he gets the drug test from like the u.s or something like that it's a really it was interesting and yeah so i guess he failed it and um it, like the whole thing was funny and then he like you know he messages uh kim so he was like hey like you know you have to or han so he i got her name wrong <laughs> whoops <laughs> <laughs> and it's like hey meet me at the yg office and then like she meets she gets there and it's like a different guy pretty much saying like you can't tell anyone that uh this happened <laughs> it's like, like this is so yeah, weird <laughs> yeah what do you think baron i i was like i saw the story when it initially happened and i was like making jokes in discord about it and then i kind of like tuned out for a little bit and then i came back and it was like he quit Icon, he's gone, like, YG's in shambles, everybody's quitting, like, it, it just, it seemed like it happened so quick, and it yeah, caught me off guard. it definitely because, did. Like, you would have thought, or at least I would have thought, that if, um, like, this mass exodus 
of like the top officials of the company was going to happen. It would have happened after Burning Sun and not after this. Yeah, exactly. It just, it, that part like doesn't really make sense to me. So I have to like imagine that there's like more. Exactly. That's why I think there's more. There's yeah. gotta be for this because it's like how with like with Sungri, like the minute something was said, he like left. You know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then we got all this other information of like that's why I feel like there's got to be the same thing happening here. I, yeah. I think either there's more to it or the fact that the evidence is so much more concrete where with Burning Sun, there's so much involved and they like it was so like entangled and just calculated. Like, I feel like they planned for that to get out at some point or like like not planned. Obviously, they didn't want it to get yeah. out, but like they had prepared. they had contingency yeah, they, plans. They were prepared for yeah. that to get out, and they had people that they could rely on as like fall guys. Like Sungri was clearly not the head of that ring of yeah. prostitution and drugs and sex trafficking, but it, it almost seemed like he was a fall guy. Obviously, he was guilty and involved, but he wasn't running that. I feel like um, I I feel like YG is running all of this. Um, but for this, the, like, the evidence is so much more concrete, like, directly to him, um, yeah. that maybe that might be the reason why he finally was like, I have to step down, because, like, there's just record of him directly involved in all this, where he could probably kind of, like, 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 squeeze his way out of all the Burning Sun stuff if he, if he tried, or, like, I'm sure yeah. there's he had plans to get out of that um and was there like evidence that implicated his brother the ceo or something like i was a little bit confused I, why he left as well no i think i think that's more of just like i'm quitting but my brother's gonna stay ceo so like yeah that doesn't yeah, really change anything so yeah, yeah it was like if i'm leaving like if he's getting kicked out and leaving like they they have to kick him out because otherwise like people are just gonna assume that he's running it through his brother um, and um because this is a little like in my wheelhouse a little bit yeah i was, I was gonna curious, say this like this, this fits <laughs> you a little bit um I, I was curious about like like how much of the company he owned and like how much control he had over voting and stuff mm -hmm. so like he, he only owns only i mean he, he's the <laughs> largest shareholder and he owns like a little bit over 17 percent mm -hmm. but this is like a it's very odd for a public company because they have like 18 million total shares but only 9 million of those are held by the public and half of all the shares, like over half are held by like the company itself, directors or affiliates of the, the directors. So okay. like, that means like, cause I assume it's mostly YG himself and his family members that own the majority of those, that 50%. So yeah. like they still have full control over the company, even though it's a publicly traded company and they have no official involvement with it. So, mm -hmm. I am curious to see like who they're going to choose as their next CEO and whether or not that affects like where the dire what direction what because it, it's obviously they need like a rebranding and they need to like oh yeah the, some that, yeah this yeah. company honestly like they should just close it and yeah just start start new like <laughs> oh, yeah. at this point like I feel like starting a brand new company that's like okay but having your the artists from YG would just yeah. be a much better PR than trying to rebrand or revive YG. You should just all go to Psy. 
yeah, yeah. it's gonna take like a lot of effort i think that's, to, that's the other yeah. thing i wonder like because you know big three i feel like they're no longer gonna be oh a big well three i mean that even happened a few like three or four months ago i think like the the media termed it like the big four now and it was without yg even was the big it was it was uh yeah smyg or smjyp uh big hit and who was the fourth one can't remember who was uh no it wasn't Uh, i think maybe it was like lowen or or like stone i think it was stone like just because that's like cj's company like cj's so big that it was something like that but yeah it was like they they at this point yg the whole year yg stocks have been falling their public perception's been nose diving like yeah, it's more it's, of like the fall of like like I guess the symbolic big three like the met. Like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. not like on you know yeah. the actual on paper big three, but like you know when you think of like everyone still has the mindset of the big three because they're yeah they're mm-hmm. the three big companies that kind of produce like the best groups you know. And I feel yeah. like YG like I think that name is just it's gonna go away or like yeah, yeah. it's just gonna be it's either I think gonna disappear or yeah it's just gonna have the negative you know yeah, exactly. association. I don't think they can really come back from this. I'm like, yeah, you've completely yeah. Re- rebrand, rename them at themselves yeah. at this point. And, I mean, and I feel like, yeah. not to interrupt you, but uh, I, I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> uh, I, I feel almost like it's hard for me because YG always like brands itself as like it's the artists, like artists do everything. Like we, they have a lot of independent control. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it seems like almost they didn't like know what was going on with their own artists or have any idea of what was going on or even worse like they were kind of like cultivating this image and then like like yeah it it just seems odd to me that it doesn't seem like a coincidence that the the label that puts the most emphasis on like how much control individual artists has also seems to have the most problem with managing their company Mm -hmm. um yeah i I think like, well, first of all, I, to me, it almost seems like they put that emphasis on, like, the artists get to do their own thing, but then YG had the final say in everything anyway, and just, like, didn't really let... Because I don't think any of those groups would be putting out as little music as possible as they are if they yeah, had full true. control. But yeah. they do pride themselves on, like, the artists are the producer. Like, they were the main, like, idol producer company, like their yeah. groups produce their music and stuff. So th- that's where that came from. But yeah, I agree. Like it, it's not, I feel like it's not a coincidence that the company run by YG, like the, the main, like, I don't know, just like his personality and like just the, the aura he gives off. Like it just never gave me good feelings. Like it, it didn't surprise me that like all this stuff comes out of his company. Now the other, yeah. Other big companies obviously have their own problems. I remember seeing like a post on Reddit that was like talking about the big three because Isuman now is dealing with like f- like money laundering or something. Um, recently, That's much more on brand for him though. Yeah, like, yeah, and but he's not going to get caught for like prostitution rings. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then JYP's got the whole like religious cult thing that's always been following yeah. him around. So it's like, yeah, pick pick the big three. Do you want like drug scandals, religious cult, or money laundering? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, like YG just always seemed like the the more like morally questionable company. Um, yeah. 
and it just sucks that that also seems to have like led into the cultivation of the artists um because yeah obviously like we've had these problems with big bang we've had now these problems with icon like i it's just seems like yg was okay with these things so like the company itself was okay with these things and was willing to go to like insane illegal lengths to protect their artists and let them keep doing them where i if jyp i feel like i mean he's got like super healthy like like yeah all that stuff he's got the whole organic like cafe and stuff i think if he caught his artists like smoking weed i don't think he would be like going to the police and threatening them and getting the records purged he would like kick them out um yeah so so i think one thing is like jyp and most other like almost all the other companies really like they are more they like produce like you know like idols yeah exactly yg's not about idols yeah artists not idols yeah i think they're which is why it like almost like isn't a shocker i feel like when it's a yg artist like you know because they don't have like the pure idol image i guess yeah exactly yeah like you 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 can't imagine red velvet just trying to buy a thousand (laughs) dollars of lsd like that's just not something you imagine red velvet doing it'd be great if like that's like in their next MV, like their next, their they're comeback just, is them just doing, doing LSD. LSD. I mean, it, it would fit all their music videos. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't see uh, Irene running like a prostitution ring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like anything like that. <laughs> so and, yeah, it, it it is what it is. I I agree. I think YG has to like the company itself has to just go away. I, I don't think they can keep using that name at this point. Um, I mean, maybe they can. Maybe they can come back. I, I, public perception is very, like, fickle and fragile. Like, people will forget about these things. Um, I the have, thing is, though, like, I, I have to imagine this is not as worse as it's going to get. Like, no, yeah, exactly. There's going to be more stuff that's going to come out. So, like, I don't know what they're going to do when, yeah. like, more stuff comes out, like, in two or six months or whatever. I want to know yeah. what happens when, like, Big Bang comes back from the military. No, I think... <laughs> like, well, I, they're I coming honestly, back to this shit store. No, I, I, think, I think GD's probably going to leave. And I think if GD oh. leaves, and then... Because I remember I read this on Reddit, too, I think. It was because one of their biggest... Yeah, right here. One of their biggest um, investors is, like, Louis Vuitton, I think. Um, I remember reading about this. Like a few years ago, they had like a, a long term investment contract with them or something. Um, and yeah, this this person posted, I heard that GD would be out of the military in October, same month as Louis Vuitton making the decision on the money they invested in YG. So in four months, like this company could just be done if if all that investment goes away and GD leaves. Like, what do they God. have? If GD goes to size company and I get GD and Edon in the same company, I will lose it. I would be the happiest person in the world. Do we need two GDs in one company? That would be so good. Like, give me an Edon and GD song. I want that. But yeah, I. It's just like. There's no coming back from the between this and Burning Sun. Like, I just don't don't think there's any coming back from it. Yeah. And then Somi's debut wasn't enough oh, to distract us. Yeah, but <laughs> but that that's black label, so it has a little bit of separation at least, but still like Yeah. No one's making like, that separation though. Yeah. I'm glad like I feel like 
Epic High knew this was coming, the fact that they left last year. I feel like even they, like, Psy, people, like, knew. Psy knew this, knew. yeah, like, so many yeah. people jumped ship, like, in the last year. They, like, they knew this was happening. Like, they knew this was gonna go down, like, soon. Well, and they're I, like, I, I have to, to imagine it's, this. like, I have to imagine it's, like, an open secret with among them. Oh, like, 100%. The, everyone knew this was happening. Yeah. Even, like, I'm sure other companies, like, trainees and stuff and artists know yeah. that yeah. this is happening. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's the, I honestly, I feel like it's a long time coming. Like I, YG should, was never like, never gave me good vibes. So like, I was like, I thought this should have happened a long time ago, to be honest. And I didn't <laughs> think he was running the company well. Um, yeah. so, but yeah, it, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> That's that's really the best way to sum it up. Um, any last thoughts for you guys? Well, I guess like the one thing is also to ask is like what happens to Icon and you know yeah. just Bi in oh, general. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Bi, it's like he was like I didn't. I mean, for one with Icon, I only know two names. Probably like most people who yep. don't know anything about B. Icon. I, I know I know Bobby and Bi. Mm-hmm. Like the rest, they're there. I like I don't yep. know their names. Yep, same. And like BI, like reading up, I'm like, like that dude has like an amazing like resume of like Oh no, yeah, he's an insane producer. Yeah, I mean he like he's just done so much. Like he's been like on every like icon album. Like he's done so much for YG, so for other artists. So it's like, is he gonna completely disappear from the industry? Or is are they gonna be like putting him like on the DL of like he's still helping out, but like nobody knows? kind of thing yeah. or is he just done like it's i yeah. i think so i honestly this depends on if he gets if he gets jail time or not um but That's i true. think despite like whether he does or not i i i can't see him coming back into the spotlight but I could easily see him becoming just a pr- normal producer that's not an artist and just produces for other groups and just freelance like not tied to a company um because I'm sure, like, yeah, two, two, three years, like, any company would love to have B.I. produce a song for them. Everyone's going like, to forget about this. Exactly. Everyone's going to forget about, in terms of this, I don't think yeah. people are going to forget about the YG, the company side of it. But for B.I. Yeah. himself, yeah. like, yeah, people won't care that he tried to buy LSE and smoked weed yeah. in a few years. And he's a really talented producer. I don't, like, it like if he just goes freelance and just produces for companies, people are gonna love that, and companies are gonna pay him money to produce songs. Like, yeah. despite yeah. all of this, but I don't, I don't see him wanting to or being able to come back as an actual like artist and in the spotlight. I, yeah. I feel like it's oh, one yeah, of those that- things where people his age, like, don't really care about like smoking weed. Like, oh it's yeah, one of those where, yeah, it's highly yep. illegal and. In- in korea but i don't think like young people really people care think of it as bad yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's like the same thing here before like even before yeah. like we started like uh, like decriminalizing it in different states like people our age didn't care it just yeah. it was just illegal and so people had to be cagey about it but it didn't yeah. stop anyone um so yeah I, I think it's the same way i agree yeah, and then another thing that I thought was really funny um, when all this news was breaking and, like, it was, like, immediately... He was supposed to be on, like, three shows or something. 
and it's like they already edited him out like, oh, yeah, yeah. news dropped and then it was like the next thing's like the guy's been edited out of this and this and this and this so was like wow i wonder like how they did it because i remember like the top there was like this one weekly idol episode where it's like the end of the year and they're like flashing back to all the episodes throughout the year and there's the the big bang episode they literally put like a building over top like <laughs> to cover him up like that was their way of editing him out and like they're just this building like this clip art thing like it's like he's not there like, yeah. so i'm like i wonder how they did like these ones as well like, i'm sure these were done better yeah like, usually oh they just cut cut any scenes of him like yeah. either that he's in or I one remember, shots, like i lost yeah. it i thought that was so funny <laughs> And then, like, I guess Icon's also still going to Japan, their Japanese tour. So Icon's okay. still, like, doing their own thing, hmm. I it's guess. It's going to be awkward so. with, like, minus one person. Yeah, yeah. just, like, one of their biggest. Yeah. I mean, good thing they had their year when they did. Like, 2018 was, like, the year of Icon. Yeah, definitely. And glad they at least had that, you know. But mm -hmm. who knows now. Any closing thoughts, Baron? No, I don't think so. I think we nailed all the points. Yeah. Last thing, someone, another comment on Reddit pointed this out, and I agree with them. We need a just super in-depth documentary series on this past year of YG scandals. Like, <laughs> just get these crazy inside scoops and talk with everyone. I want to know what's happening in, like, chronological order and everything, because it's so hard to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to topic three, which is a much more lighthearted and fun topic. Um, so this is actually a topic I, I'm 95% sure we did a long time ago. Um, I'm pretty sure we did this like probably first couple of months, like first 10 episodes maybe. Um, but I wanted to, and I thought it would be nice to have um, new faces uh, give a new perspective here. Um, I want to talk about either underrated, forgotten, or um, just unknown groups that you guys enjoy listening to and try to get like the word out, like, hey, people listening or people in Discord, like, you guys should listen to these groups that you might not have listened to. Um, for me, a lot of that means uh, older groups um, that disbanded because K-pop's blown up in the past three four five years and there are just plenty of groups that i love from like second generation that people just don't know because they either disbanded before by then or they just never put out music or whatever um or they just kind of fell off the face of the earth and didn't get the recognition they deserved um so yeah i thought this would be a fun topic to do uh with some new people uh, giving some new perspectives, even though I know Baron and I are going to have very similar lists. <laughs> so it might not be yes. as much of a new perspective, but Sam, <laughs> Sam can throw some stuff in. Also, just like new groups, because I, I like talking about, I like following, obviously I follow K-pop religiously because I do this podcast. Um, and I just know a lot of groups and even ones that get small amounts of views, um, especially because we do releases. So yeah, even bringing up just like new groups that you think should be more popular that are promoting right now. So um, you want to start, Sam? Uh, I mean, I guess I can. Or I don't do know how much start? I can really... Oh, well, I mean, I can go first. I don't know how much I can really contribute since okay. I know you guys... I haven't been in K-pop like extremely as long. long. As long like, as yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, there are so many like groups from second gen and whatnot that you guys will definitely know that I'm like, I've heard these names 
but yeah, you're right. So I don't you're know the target music. audience. You should listen to these people. <laughs> exactly. Like I should start like making a list. So I feel like most of my groups, they're I feel like I'm mostly listening to, like rookies. Yeah. Which it's like, you know, it's not quite the same thing, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, these are rookies that I really like, and you know, I definitely think, you know, like I think yep. they should, you know, and even like some, it's like it's not that they're completely unknown. Like I would say, I mean, of course, it's the whole thing of like everyone thinks their favorites are underrated. Yeah, like yeah, you know, like fine. I think Pentagon's pretty underrated. I mean, they had Shine, and that was their big like breakout. Mm-hmm. But like, doesn't sound like you guys really know their music too nope. well. I've yeah. heard Shine and their their newest single, and that's pretty it's, much it. Exactly. Yeah, you guys haven't even reviewed an album from them yet. It's... Nope. Well, I mean, we had a little that, bit of a. Now that Edon's gone, I was like, gonna say we we had them. we had a little bit of a problem with Edon mostly. So that was a. <sighs> I don't have a yeah. problem with him, like, personally. It's just I don't like I'm his voice. I'm aware of the Edon hate in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's like, I feel like that's, like, a really big group to start with. But, like, yeah, and even, like, Oh My Girl. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not very, they're not, like, they're a very well-known group. But at the same time, they're not as well-known as I wish I, they were. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I think they qualify. Like, I yeah. I mostly meant this for, like, people oh, that I have got- others. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. I, I meant this for, like, people that got into K-pop because of TWICE, Blackpink, BTS. Like, yeah. people, like, exactly like you said when, in your intro, like, last week, like, how you got into K-pop. Like, you just listened to BTS and, like, EXO and stuff for, like, a long time. Like, you you didn't branch out. You, you would have never known Oh My Girl existed or even, like, yeah, just, like, so, like, yeah, just even mid-tier groups, like, people just don't know about them like there are people out there that just listen to the big biggest groups and i think pointing a light on some lesser known groups is good yeah so i definitely recommend pentagon and oh my girl they're my they're two of my olds and i Mm -hmm. they were two similar stories with me of like i just i love there's not a single title track that i i don't like like i just think they're all really good except like pentagon has one i don't care for and oh my girl has one i don't care for i just i just kind of forget my girl Song eyeing. Oh, eyeing, yeah, that's true. Everyone, everyone that doesn't even count. That it doesn't count because the <laughs> feature. It's not even that bad besides the, the rap. The I feature, know, yeah, like, yeah. I like it still, but I really, like, I don't oh. remember it. Really. No, yeah, like, I would have not... loved that song if it didn't have that feature. Oh, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so other groups, uh, do I start with the guys or the girls? The guys are shorter, so I can start with the guys. Um, one guy group I really like, they're, I guess they're not really rookies anymore, but they're still rookies, like, in my heart. Uh, is Golden Child. Um, I feel like They're they don't rain get a... for a hundred years. Uh, yes, I, they will. Never even heard of them before. Oh Wait, really? my god! They're no, from uh, they're from <gasps> Woolim. Um, so yeah. Infinite Which, and Lovelies. I feel like yeah. don't think of them as a Woolim group because that yeah, is they one don't, of the they biggest. Don't match. That is the biggest disappointment of Golden Child is they don't have like the amazing instrumentals that like yeah. Infinite yeah. and Lovelies, but they do have the amazing dance. Like they are so talented. Like how like in sync they are with their dancing and i think that's what really got me interested i don't even remember how i found them but i came across dom daddy did you know was... about before kcon oh yeah okay i was i was stoked when they were announced because they were like a last minute ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were yeah i was like because they were my they were my favorite rookies from okay. that year like i i love golden child so much and um i just think they're really fun because i mean i like cute and i think they're I don't want to be like they're the best cute guy group, but they're definitely my favorite of the genre of cute yeah. guys. Like I like them more than Dream, 
like NCT Dream. Yeah. Uh, very, very has a very similar Golden Child sound. I think they're the closest to me of like the same level. Like Baron's very, very just, like Baron's just zoned out for this conversation. So, so, He's like so, cute, yeah. cute guy groups like the well, complete opposite. Well, but you'll see very, very at KCON. So. That's true. Yeah, you would have seen no, Golden I, Child. Yeah, and Golden Child. I was that last was so year or two at, years ago? Last year. That was last yeah. year. Yeah, I remember Dongan waved at me, and he was my he's my bias. So I was like, I was so ecstatic. Like I love Golden Child. I think they're so adorable. Their, their music's fun. Their concepts fun. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what happens when they get older. Yeah, like, it, but... that's like that's always a question with the cute guy groups. Is like, and I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. It's kind of the same thing with girl groups, but it's more of people want them to change, not that they have to change. Because I yeah. feel like girls, even as they get older, can keep doing cute concepts. Like, look at A Pink. Like they did that for ten years. They did the yeah. Like, yeah. cute, innocent, fun concepts, and they killed it. But like for guys, it just feels weirder and weirder the older they get. Where girls, it's not. It's more of like I want them to do a more mature, sexy concept, not that they have to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's the same thing with like, and I think that's why like NCT kind of was smart with Dream. Like they're like, okay, once they get past eighteen, they're gonna leave Dream, and we'll rotate people in because it's weird doing those concepts with twenty-year-old dudes like doing these really cutesy kid concepts. So yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that will be interesting. I agree. Yeah, another group I had is Ace. Ace is another kind of like rookie-ish group. Hot pants. And they're, not, they're not really like, yeah, yeah. They're known for the hot pants, which I approve. I think is that, that the was cactus song or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the I'm newest song the is amazing. Yes. I was. I really got into them with "Take Me Higher." I think that song is so like that is an example of a great guy group summer song. That was another thing I, I think I wanted to say in the AT's review of. I feel like guy groups don't really have like the classic summer song concept. Like I think girls yeah. do it more often. Yeah. So I think that's another thing I kind of appreciate with ATs. But like, yeah, "Take Me Higher" from Ace is such a good song. I don't know. It just if you feel good, and I just I think Ace is really fun. I wish they. I don't know. It's interesting how Ace promotes themselves. I feel like they're always on tour, but like yeah. never here. Um, and I wish they would focus more on you know themselves and like getting more music out there because i don't think they're getting quite enough attention maybe mm-hmm. i really don't know how popular they are but i think they're really good and i look forward to, i think they're i think they're just going to be one of those groups that's they're the forgotten group that people really love them that know about them but they never quite get out there yeah which is a um, lot of groups yeah <laughs> um another another group i want to talk about a guy group i preached about this group in uh the discord uh they they are rookies and it's trey oh Oh, yeah all three of us yeah all three of us are on board (laughs) uh, the tray the tray train oh my gosh like every because i feel like you know 90 percent of the people listening right now haven't listened to trey oh yeah listen even though we talked about them because we found them through the releases yeah Um, like yeah trey Trey was, so, I mean, I don't want to talk them up, obviously, but they, no, you they should, were they, such, they, they were worth it. They deserve They it. were such a, like, breath of fresh air. Cause once again, like, I'm not a huge guy group fan, at least not anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, Trey, it's Trey's three guys. It's, um, oh gosh, I'm right, It's like two vocalists and a rapper. Uh, one of them, I guess, is kind of like a vocalist rapper guy, but yeah, there's one just like distinct kind of rapper, one distinct vocal. And their vocalist is so it's good. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. His voice is just like butter. It is amazing. And it just like 
they're in so yeah if you don't know they're under what is it banana entertainment the, banana, EXID. Culture? Yeah, banana, banana culture, culture that's it it's exid's company mm-hmm. so that's the company oh. they're under no, um, exid's former company former company yeah <laughs> pour one out but um no trey's really good like that's still my favorite mini of the year like it's just there's no bad songs it gets you just like in a, in a good mood like it's consistent as a consistency to it so it's not like different you know genres like it just it's so well thought out i really wish they were well known i don't think they're ever going to be no. well known just judging yeah. by the concept they're so I guess I don't even know how to explain their concept, but if they have. Okay, so if you like emo what? big bang, listen to Trey. That's all you need to know. <laughs> they do emo big bang music, but, like old school. But I hate I hate emo big bang, and I love. Do Trey. you? They're not emo. But, though. That's the but thing. But they're not they're not emo. But they do that same type of song, like that sentimental, like. And the vocals are uh, so much better. Yeah. I, I was gonna say it kind of maybe this is just the vocals. It kind of reminds me of Newest, like. Yeah, the, the instrumental not at all the same, completely different. But like, like there's like like powerful, like sh- almost shouty vocals. But it yeah. really works for me. It's yep. just their songs are just they're they're more mellow. So don't expect yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you know pop like K-pop. Yeah. Like it is more mellow. It's chill. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's a their vibe, man. And I am I am all aboard the train. The train. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gravity yep. is one of my favorite songs of the year, and Lady is really good too. Those are yeah. both like top fifteen songs for me. Yeah, there's not a bad song on that mini. Like I added that whole mini, I think, to my top yeah. songs of 2019. Yeah, you could just you could just keep playing it like on loop and just like kind of zone out. But I mean that in like in the yep. best way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. And then I think this is my last guy group that I have is uh, I think it's on off. Is how you say it, right? O N F um yeah they are oh my girl's little brother so you know gotta (laughs) Gotta represent yeah but no they're really good too um i know you yeah they've been talked about here on on this uh podcast and i think you guys reviewed their album too we did but no we must love is so good that chorus it just makes you feel something in that song and i think that song even uh because in the Discord, we did a, a rating of the songs from the first three months of 2019. And this song actually got, like, I think, like, in the top five, which is pretty incredible for a rookie, like, or I guess more new. I don't even know. But they're not well-known, and it's a guy group, and our Discord doesn't care for guy groups uh, <laughs> as a whole. So, but no, I they're, very, they're a very good group, and I definitely would recommend looking into them. I need to look into them more myself but I like what mm-hmm. I hear from them. Yeah. And then as for girls, I feel like I have a lot more for girls. The first one, it's like not entirely serious, but I'm still going to say it anyway. Uh, nature. Uh, <laughs> they are... I love nature. <laughs> I love nature too, but like, it's such a funny, like they're me. I... <laughs> they're, they're very me. They're not yeah. the most talented. I will no, say that. Definitely not. <laughs> like they are Nugu. Like yes. there's no hiding that. I mean, You'll Be Mine is a banger. Like that song, <laughs> that choreo is the most hard-hitting choreo you will ever see. And it you'll just love them because of that. Like, I don't know. I love nature. I love Sebam. Love the other members. Stay like, hard. yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. Like, sure, there's they're not the best. Like, I'm fully aware. <laughs> yeah. Uh like their debut was. Ugh. <laughs> but it's 
I kind of just loved them because you know they're really trying. I really appreciate it. They They've got that style. like rookie energy and like yeah. yeah, like you just can't help but like root for them. Yep. I don't. Th nothing will come from them probably, but you know I'll keep rooting for them. Yep. Um, another rookie new new group is a uh, Neon Punch. I don't think they really get enough attention. They don't really get any attention, and um. Their recent song wasn't as good as their de debut. Their debut was really good. Like, I actually bought that. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a pretty cool album. That but... intro track, though. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they have potential. They have a sound that I like. It was a bit of a miss this past comeback. Like, I will fully admit that. I still enjoyed it. Like, I like TikTok. I think that's a fun song. The dance is really fun. And once again, they're Nugu, and, like, they've got that energy of, like, you know, they want to be, you know, a K-pop group. And I will be there rooting for them the mm -hmm. whole way. <laughs> and then, um, let's see, what else do I have? Oh, I found this artist. This is leading artist... somewhere. What? I, I feel like this is leading to a certain group with a certain ridiculous choreography. Oh, I, I, could go, I, I could go to them. Yeah, Hot Place. <laughs> yes. TMI. It's another group. I feel like I'm just listening to like things that I like preach in the Discord. I mean, like basically, yeah, I, I mean that's Trey. basically what I wanted this to Hot be place. anyway. Hot place, man. This group, you so have ridiculous. to watch the music video. Yeah. Don't yeah, you don't don't just listen to the song. Watch the music video. Oh my god! Once again, the most hard hitting, intense choreography. Like even more than like you watch Nature's uh, "You'll Be Mine" first. Let's say yeah, and yep. then this is like times ten. Yep. yep. Like it is. It's like so absurd, but it's like kind oh, of endearing. You can't so look away. Insanity. And then yeah. the trap, like, oh, the trap breakdown is just so good. Like, I'm not a huge like trap like fan. Like, I don't care. But like mm -hmm. that is just so hype. And so just I guess some background information on Hot Place is they're actually was it Bad Kids is the, the bad, original Bad Kids. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the group that they were, and it's only like one member from them. So I guess they like totally rebranded themselves yeah. and new name, new members, except for one. But I mean, I love the new sound. I guess it was yeah, before I... they, they did the whole like, they got to that point where they're just doing sexy songs mm -hmm. when they were bad kids or whatever. But now I'm like, give me this. Like, this was so good. <laughs> I, I had the pleasure of seeing this live at the show and I just couldn't stop laughing. And, like, in a good way. I wasn't laughing at them. I was laughing with them because it's just so ridiculous. It's but it's like, supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's like Celeb 5 almost. And yeah, like, yeah. The choreography is just so intense. The arms are going. The face is just in it. Yeah. Except, but they're, like, not quite, you know, like, meme as yeah, Celeb yeah. 5 was going for. Well, yeah, Celeb 5, I mean, it's comedians, so they they yes. wanted to go all out where this, so they're this trying is like to be an idol group. A real... Yeah, this is like the legit like trying to do what Slub Five did, but Slub Five was a joke. They're like Hot Place is serious, <laughs> and it's really it's really fun. I enjoyed a lot. Um, let's see what else do I have? Um, oh, this artist I found her like literally like yesterday, and I've been playing her song over and over. You've talked about her so much in Discord too. <laughs> What's her, is it just say? I guess say yeah say yeah say yeah S A A Y yeah yeah. She's so good. Oh my gosh, her song Zigga Zigga. Ugh. <laughs> that is like once again, like that intro, man. The choreography with it is just so good. And I listened to her, she had an album, I guess, last year. It was a 
long album. She's, I guess, a little more R&B. Zigga Zigga is not R&B. It's like kind of a Beyonce song. Like it is just like hype. Like it's kind of got like a crazy and love feel to it. Like, yeah, I I love her. And she was from a group. I was uh, like, what group was she from? I remember. Was it Evo? I don't know how to say it. Evil, yeah. Evil. Evil, yeah. Yeah. E-V-O-L. Yes, she's from that group. Her is a banger. (laughs) Really? Certified. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't looked into the group at all, but I love her. I love her. Like, oh my gosh, she has just taken over my weekend, pretty much. And then another soloist I really like is a... Subin, uh, Dal Subin, as she goes yeah. by, I guess now from Dal Shabet. Yeah. Their song Ketchup is so good. It's another one of those. I'm just like, when did Cooper ah. join the podcast? <laughs> Cooper and listened to that song like 400 times in a row. And it's, it's sad because he talked about it so much. I just like ignored him. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> I was just like, Cooper's, uh, Cooper's just talking about a song. Okay, whatever. Wow. I don't care. He's and then, be like, so insulted. Oh, wait, he said he wasn't going to listen to this. Yeah, so he's not fine. listening. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um, Have you listened to Circle's Dream by Subin? I, I did listen. Circle's Dream. No, so I don't think I, I, I listened really to that. whole album's I, fantastic. I listened to some of her stuff. Whatever was on Spotify, it wasn't a lot, which, but I know she has more. You should watch the music video for Circle's Dream. It's yeah. a really like fun music video. Yeah, I definitely will. I am very intrigued by her because yeah ketchup is so good like i think it's just such a it's so cool I she has like even... a weird voice but she like incorporates her voice very well into her songs yeah, yeah. like the vibe of the song is just yeah. so cool so cool uh let's see what else do i have oh this is a group that you guys can actually like really talk about i think uh cran pop oh yeah. Um, yeah i mean baron helped introduce them to me but oh my god they're so good I really like they don't have a bad title track. No, they're all good and they like they nail like the the Nugu girl group sound. Like, yeah, yeah. Like perfect embodiment of it. Yep. Like, I need Hot Place to become cram pop. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, they're, like, they're on their way of meme yeah. status ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I highly recommend cram pop. I feel everyone knows them for was it bar bar? Was bar bar yeah. bar, bar, and, bar bar uh jumping or are those the same? That's I was the same song. That's the same, yeah. Yeah, Let's... that's what everyone knows them from. But like, check out the other stuff, like FM. Their, their debut, Bing Bing. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking yeah. of Bing Bing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I definitely recommend watching watch their music videos. Definitely. And oh yeah, like, you have to. Like you have to watch. Everyone just need in the world needs. Make to sure watch you buy the a FM. bike helmet first and wear that. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone needs to watch the FM music video, especially if you know you like Power Rangers or Sailor Moon. That is like the whole thing is just references and it totally inspired buy it it's really fun and then um the what's the other one dancing queen yeah is the yeah, other dancing one queen i really love one. it's so good Cover of the snsd song but <laughs> so much better <laughs> wow <laughs> slander yeah that's uh no yeah okay uh geez i'm trying to think um i feel like i'm talking a lot so i'm trying not to like go on and on i mean you um, want to go in <laughs> and then you can finish your list later or what no i think i think i've got like how many more do you got? Oh, yeah, like a, a few more, more and I can talk about kind of by myself and then some I think you guys can definitely also okay. contribute to. Um, this one's like such a weird one, but this was something that was posted in the Discord and like I was obsessed with it. It's like Rocket Girl, but like not like 
you know, Rocket Girls, not the oh, it's different. Produce 101, like yeah, China or whatever. Chinese, yeah. I'm talking about this is a band. It's like girls, but like the whole music video is just cats. And it's <laughs> awesome. We talked about it in releases last. last oh, did you? Month. Actually, I don't think I watched it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> but yeah. It's ridiculous. Everyone, everyone should watch it if you like cats. Um, <laughs> and then uh, one, okay, this group especially lately, is very well-known, I think. But but what's underrated is their early stuff. And I'm talking about like pre-Hobgoblin CLC. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. They were actually on my list, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, early CLC is just, like, almost the perfect cute girl group, in my yeah. opinion. Like, no, no bad songs. I mean, besides, it's a little different. Yeah. But title track-wise, it is like straight just like hits but that obviously their, didn't work for them their debut <laughs> yeah. is like one of my favorite debuts of any group yeah yes it is like a flawless debut i think and then yeah the other one's like high heels is so fun high heels is so good yeah noo is phenomenal yeah it's, i think lumping them in is uh, with like sonamu is another group that like very similar yeah like mm -hmm. style and kind of I mean, they were under TS, so which TS is just pretty much all of their groups can be talked about in this segment. Yeah. Because TS is a mm -hmm. garbage company that doesn't know how to promote groups. Oh, they'll 100% <laughs> be talked about. Um, but yeah, Sun and Moon and CLC definitely, I, I like lumped together as like these girl groups that just did really good. Well, like, so Sun and Moon started out with a not cute concept. Yeah, and then say. Sort of hardcore. But then it was after actually that, my favorite song of theirs. But. After that, they 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 went into more like cute stuff, um, and I think they did it really well too. Um, but they just never got the recognition they deserved. I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Love my it for you. list. Yeah, and then I'll just also you know put in uh, promise promise nine. Promise yeah. uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. They're a rookie. I mean, they're very well loved in the Discord, but I'm sure other oh, people yeah, yeah, don't not. know them as well, especially like from our experience at KCON last year is yeah i no think one... they they got a lot bigger with love bomb um, love bomb and produce 48 i think helped or, yeah. a lot with gary kind of yeah, getting yeah, some yep. attention but yeah we'll see this year um how well liked they are now but yeah i definitely the, would suggest promise their youtube channel has a ton of like good content like they do like the hard-coded subs and all their videos yeah, and they yeah. are like right when they released like there's it's it's very easy for foreign fans to like follow their their group as yep. a whole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus, their music's just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, one of you guys take over now. I've talked enough. <laughs> Go ahead, Baron. Uh, I think we'll we'll have a lot have, of crossover, so. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of overlap. But uh, I'll start off with um, a general statement that pretty much any group on the show Girl Spirit can be included on this. Oh, hundred percent. I, I talked. I talked to Baron. I, yeah, that's that's a good point. Everyone watched Girl Spirit. If you don't know what it yeah. is, it's a singing competition show where they took twelve uh, main vocalists from girl groups that never got a win on a music show. Um, but so, and they all like competed, and first place won a car. Um, right? I think no, it was first, a car. Yeah, first place was a car. Second place. Was second a place vacation, was a vacation with a family. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it had. It had. It was it was literally a show made for me because I follow so many girl groups and I literally followed all twelve of these groups before yeah. this show happened, 
and I knew everyone on the show. Um, but yeah, I pretty much go watch that show and then go listen to the discography of every group involved in that show. <laughs> um, so that's the general statement. I'll say specific statements on a few groups to mention TS Entertainment and yeah. to mention uh, my intro to K-pop from last week. Yep. Uh, the group Secret. Secret. Secret is fantastic. They're, they're so good. Um Fair. Their debut is really bad, but you can just skip that. I, and besides I, okay. their debut song, I feel like are, all are you gonna... the well, as I say, all the second gen groups that I have on my list had bad yeah. debuts, but then the rest <laughs> of their stuff is so good. Yeah, um, like I don't. They had no idea what they were doing when they first debuted, but then they found like that retro sound with Magic, and then yep. like they did it even better with Madonna. Madonna, yeah. Um, they just got that they funk had... retro sound. Just yeah, it did so well. It's fantastic. And then they had like the run of like Love is Move, Poison, Talk That, and yep. then like I'm in Love at the end. All those are just amazing, amazing songs. They're, they're B-sides. Like a lot of second gen groups, I think, are like very hit or miss. And a lot of the yeah. B-sides are not very good. But if you just listen to like their, they play like 10 or so title tracks, they're mm-hmm. all fantastic. Also, um, shout out to Hyosung and Jian's solos because they're yeah. all fantastic. Yeah, Jian's like amazing vocalist. Uh, all of her songs they're more like ballady but they're fantastic yeah. and then her songs are just all bangers <laughs> yeah yeah she's gonna come back soon actually now that she left oh, yeah. TS yeah, oh, she's been preparing for a comeback like soon I'm excited now <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess like a kind of a similar girl group maybe not in terms of sound um, is uh, Five Star from yeah Fiesta Fiesta? Because it's Fiesta and Star. Fiesta. Okay, yeah. I always said Fiesta, so I'm glad I was yeah, saying that right. It, yeah, yeah, it is. This is one of those things where I've never talked about them with... debut somewhere in this pile. <laughs> <laughs> I've never talked about them with literally any other person because nobody knows who they are. I know so who they are. Don't know how to say the sound, the, their yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, their, their first couple songs, like, they try to, like get iu to like feature on one of their songs and that's how i found them because yeah, they're like they were, hey. they were under loan yeah they're like hey i use on the song you should listen to them and i did but then i stopped listening to them but then like <laughs> <laughs> once they like kind of found out their sound with like the first song i really liked was i don't know from them mm-hmm. and then like from i don't know until they disbanded every single song is amazing so they're another one that like their b-sides are very questionable but all their title tracks are just fantastic yeah yeah i feel like that a lot of the like lesser known and like groups from smaller companies that they, they pretty much just put all the money into the single so like those are usually good but yeah. then you it's not like like red velvet where you should just listen to everything because it's all amazing they just don't yeah. the companies don't have the money to put the production into the b-sides as well as album tracks because most people yeah. don't and listen like, to them anyway yeah exactly and their music videos are a little bit like too much sometimes like they really lean into like the sexy concept, sexy concept so like, yeah, like 100 percent a little bit a little bit too much. Apple like, pie, a hundred percent, is a little <laughs> too much. All innuendos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, an- another one that is this is actually one from Girl Spirit is Bestie. Yeah, Bestie is amazing. Okay. Um, but love their debut is really good. Love Options is amazing. Their Christmas song is awful, but I mean, all Christmas songs are not very good. So <laughs> that's okay. not true. Okay. Uh, Miracles in <laughs> December is an amazing song. True, that's a good one. Maybe some of the SM Christmas songs are okay. And say Taeyeon's yeah, album, say, all um, good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. TTS. Uh, yeah. 
I forgot about that TTS album. Yeah, they have a whole Christmas album. It's great. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to it. It's not as good as the other ones. It's not it's as good as the, the first two, but no, but it's still good. Yeah. Um. And like Uji is such a good vocalist. Yeah. And they have like really fun dances. Uh, very catchy. They're all like very like upbeat and just like feel good music. So that's yep. another fun one. And then the last one I wanted to point out was uh, Nine Muses. Yep. Nine Muses is also on my list. They kind of have like a very like. I don't know, rough history. Like they had like the really bad yeah. debut and then they had like that BBC documentary made about them. And yeah. like a lot of problems at the company and like a few of their songs are like complete misses. But they had like that that string of songs and like twenty fourteen maybe, twenty thirteen. Yeah, it, I don't know. There's there was a string of like seven singles in a row that were ten out of tens, like Yeah. And they were just the, so good. Uh the song Wild yeah, is Wild. one of my I, I had it like in my top ten songs playlist because yeah. it's one of the best k-pop songs ever it's like such a good song it's yep. my, my tirade against rap and female albums does not apply here <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> rap amazing rap um and it's one of those groups that like they like lost members and added members like all the time and you can never yeah. keep track of who was in the group and like by the end there was like two people left but there's four yeah. um whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah but the, the music is very good is my point no, yeah, yeah. Even once they drop down to four, which this is a warning to all companies: never put numbers in your group name that <laughs> that apply to how many members are in that group. Because then you get nine muses or day six, where day six had six members for all of one comeback, <laughs> and then it became five people. And nine muses, yeah, just could never have nine people. Um, but yeah, no, nine muses is fantastic. Their singles, like I think, even a lot of their like more modern b-sides are great too but their singles they had a line of singles that is fantastic and i agree wild's my favorite song from them yeah you should listen um, to the b-side uh miss agent that's a great oh, song yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have their whole discography i've listened to it many a time <laughs> um <laughs> shy guys freaking out over there he's playing with the the cord oh yeah yeah um so yeah i'll continue you're done Baron. That was your list. Yeah, I'm surprised there's two very well. You knew I was gonna talk about them, probably. Well, but. I was gonna mention Tiara, but like oh, I'm well. not sure. Like Tiara, Tiara was r- really popular, Tiara was and then huge, they had like the scandal. But, so yeah, like, it's... I feel like newer K-pop fans probably don't know them. Yeah, um, but yeah. One of the biggest groups at the time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I feel like I think... all Gen Two groups could be. Everyone just go yeah. check out like all the big Gen Two groups. Like if you've never listened to Four Minute or SNSD or Wonder oh, yeah. Girls or Two Any One, like they don't really apply here. But there are plenty of people that have never listened to them. Yeah, I was gonna say though one one solo artist I think me and Bear can definitely recommend is Sungyu from Infinite. Oh his, yes. What are you talking his... about? Me too. I love Infinite. I, okay. Yeah. Hey, but me and Bear, me and Bear talk about him a lot. Yeah. So that album is so good. I mean, his other stuff before it too, but no. His mm-hmm. solo stuff is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love him. And now he's in the military. Yep. <laughs> wait two years. It's so fine. Yep. <sighs> At least I get G-Dragon back this year. Maybe. <laughs> to a burning company. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll continue the trend because I have two more. All kind of two and a half more because I guess I'll shout out to Del Shabet because you talked about Subin. Oh, yeah. Like, Del Shabet was great. Um, Be Ambitious is one of my favorite K-pop songs. It was fantastic. Um, have have not have remix. have not the Amazing. remix the remix yeah. is so good 
the like retro. That's like a TR. That's a straight TR song right there. Yeah, that's why basically. I love it so much. Of course. Um, but yeah, I'll just that was a short shout out because they're not actually on my list. But when you mentioned Subin, I was like, yeah, they should be on this list. Um, yeah. But first thing, I cannot not go without mentioning Rainbow. Rainbow is, in oh, my yeah. opinion, oh, the yeah, most. I- the most underrated girl group in K-pop. They never got the recognition they deserved, and they disbanded. Um, their music's yeah, think, just fantastic. Go ahead, Sam. I think you'll be proud of me. I listened to them uh, yesterday, like their yeah. full discography or yeah. whatever is on Spotify. So I'm like, Nate's going to talk about Rainbow on this <laughs> this segment, so I'm going to listen to Rainbow. Did you enjoy no, it? No, they're they're very good. Yeah, like was it woo like yeah. amazing woo, yeah. woo was their debut or their uh their disbandment they're like their last it's, song it is one of the like best songs or was like, i wrong bear in k-pop it's so good no, yeah that's their last album but woo and click from that album are both like 10 out of 10 yeah, yeah. yeah. um but yeah the love syndrome like both part one and part two are amazing um they just yeah they just had a solid career like other than their debut their debut is horrible which is same thing with nine muses uh same thing with secret like it's just kind of how all those second gen girl groups were for some reason except for snsd snsd has one of the best (laughs) songs ever as their debut and everyone else just could not figure that out um so yeah don't listen to rainbow's debut but other than that i think their entire discography is utterly fantastic and they never really got to the level. They were kind of overshadowed by Kara um, because they're both under yeah. DSP. So they were Kara's like little sister group. Um, and Kara got so big and just got all of DSP's resources because they're not a huge company. That Rainbow just never got the recognition they deserved. Um, and all the members are great. Just definitely check them out. That that group was one of my favorites, and they never they never got the shot they deserved. Um, yeah. And then the other one, I think, from that group of artists is After School, um, which Pletus, we kind of just, we know, <laughs> is, has ruined many a group. Um, and After School was big, um, but they just kind of fell into obscurity because Pletus didn't do anything with them for the past eight years or whatever. It's been forever. Um, they still aren't disbanded. They still not. Uh, Lizzie said they were officially disbanded a few months ago, or unofficially oh. disbanded a few months ago. So they're pretty much gone. It's just Pletus never put out the statement, but Lizzie did. So, I mean, if one of the members is saying they're disbanded, they're disbanded, uh, yeah. unless they come back with new class after school, new class or something stupid like that. They could, um, but they won't. Yeah, also, they all won't. the orange caramel stuff, fantastic. Yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or after school and orange caramel. Um, yeah. They. That was their their subunit, um, and all their music's great, other than their debut. Um, surprise, surprise, their I, debut is not good. I, I liked After School's Japanese stuff, but Orange Caramel's Japanese stuff is I, I, I actually haven't listened to either of their Japanese stuff, um, yeah. so I'll have to check that out. Um, as for uh, surprise, surprise, my entire list is girl groups or female solos. Yeah. I did not have any <laughs> male groups that I could think of. Um, although I I agree, Golden <laughs> Child was good. I'll ask, I guess I'll throw oh in Astro. Gosh. Astro is great, and but they're they're kind of getting bigger. Um, they have a fan base. They have a fan base. They're not huge. Um, but moving on to my next set, uh, I have two very similar artists. Um, well, a little bit different. Uh, we have Jamin and Yuna, um, both utterly fantastic female soloists. Uh, so Jamin. Jamin is under SM. Uh, she's been under SM for a long time. 
Uh, but she mostly did OS. She did a few OSTs and has had only a couple singles. Um, she had some stuff in Japan, uh, but she never really got big in the in Korea. I almost said in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> she never really got big in Korea, um, but she actually does a lot of musical theater. Um, she does a lot of musical oh, acting. Really? Yeah, so that's actually why she doesn't put out so much music, is she does, like, acting. Um, but she's at, like, pretty much all of the SM towns. Um, so, like, she's she performs, uh, but people don't know her, but check her out. It's more of, like uh, like, almost rock-focused, like... Uh, like pop rock, female pop rock music. Um, so if you like that kind of type of stuff, and then that leads into Yuna, who Yuna was actually really, really big. Um, back in the day, like 2012, 2011, um, she got really popular. She was like, I don't want to say she was IU level, but she was like close to IU level, like big. But then she just took like a four year hiatus, and nobody knows who she is anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's just really sad because her music is some of the best music she like in my opinion her music is iu level like good yeah. like her discography is fantastic um her, her like japanese albums are all really good yep everything and she also has that similar like a lot of like rock influenced type stuff in there uh her yeah. newest album we gave album of the year last this past or not no we gave female soloist we gave some award. I don't know. We gave <laughs> that album was easily one of the best albums because it, it, it was weird. It came out in December of 2017. And so Andrew yeah. wanted to do the whole like, what are the, what was it? Is it the Oscars or one of them does it like if cut off is like November 31st or whatever. So yeah. then it, it, even though it came out in 2017, it was on our awards this January and it was weird. But that yeah. album. 10 out of 10 easily. Yeah, that um, was my favorite album of last year, for sure. Like, yep. by a pretty significant margin for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out Jamin and Yuna. Um, they're utterly fantastic female vocalists. They're, like, solos. Um, and then I'll just get a quick run-through of Nugu's, because um, Sam Sam can talk about these. Hashtag. Hashtag's great. Um, yeah. I saw them live also at the show. Uh, they have two singles out. Uh, they're both great. Their newest ones really, it's really different. Um, it's just like, yeah, they did a concept change. Yeah. But even just like, it's just like unique in K-pop in general. I feel like the song is very unique. And Um, I believe it's, yeah, they have a reggae song on that album. So I haven't, I actually, I have the album right here because I kickstarted it or make start it. You guys can't see it (laughs) because for some reason there's there's camera issues that they can't see me, but you guys, the viewers can can see see me. And I can see them, so whatever. Pretend they can see me. But yeah, I'm holding up the album because I make start it. Um, yeah. But I actually haven't listened there's, to it yet. There's a reggae song, so like, you gotta stand them. Like, yeah, reggae, man. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you you make start them, but you haven't listened to the album yet? Well, though, because you get the make start album like four months after it comes out or whatever. And yeah, like, so it just that's showed the up. only way you can listen to the album. Yeah, I know. The physical. I, physical album. I can't listen to it you if it's not in my it car. Anywhere else. I, I can't listen to it if it's not my car. I can't go to Spotify or anything. That doesn't make sense. Um, but I, li- I mean, I listen to the single a lot. Um, I just never went and listened to the album tracks yet. Uh, and then on top of that, another group that I make start, uh, but I have listened to this album is a uh, favorite. 
because Loka was amazing from earlier yeah, that, this year. Yeah, this comeback is really good. That yep. yeah. was very good. Yeah, I, and I actually really liked their stuff before. Uh, I know some people didn't, but their newest comeback, Loka, is... It's a Trop Cloud song, so a lot of people are like, oh no, it's a Trop Cloud song, but like it's it's very different for a Trop Cloud song, and it's very well produced. Yeah. Um, the, I forget the name of it, but like the song after Loka on the, the list, that one's yeah. really good too, whatever that's called. I'm trying to look, yeah. it, like I said, I, I make start that as well, and I have the album yeah. around here somewhere, but I don't know where it is. I think Loka actually did very well in our, our song rating as well. Yeah, it I was think it was, it was in top 10, wasn't it? Definitely top twenty. Top twenty, yeah. Was, maybe it was like, yeah. but like or something. for a Nugu like girl group, like and a tropical house song. <laughs> yeah, it's like the tro- It's like you know, kind of like rumor, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of style. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, rumor talking about like uh, um, produce forty eight. Yeah, 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 that rumor. So it's very similar concept. Yep. Um, and then I have two groups that put out two of my favorite songs in twenty seventeen. And then have disappeared off the face of the earth, um, and that is pop. Um, if you never, if, heard of never heard of pop, it's 2017. No they were, uh, what is, what company were they from? They're from. Let me look this up because I need it's to. One of those names that you're never gonna be able to. No, find yeah, exactly. Like, no pop, yeah. K-pop, like exactly. Yeah. Come it's, up. it's it's, it's impossible to search. Um, uh, DW, what is that company? I could have sworn that. Oh, they're no. It's because they were under Rainbow Bridge. So, uh, Mamamoo and One Us and One We. Um, they're in Romance, like their company. Um, but yeah, they put Another out. group. They put out one mini album, that was literally every song on the album is fantastic. I think I think even Andrew gave that album like a nine or a ten out of ten because we reviewed it. Um, wow. Well, because we were excited for this new group from like Mamamoo's company, like oh, that makes sense. That, that yeah. was yeah. like so we're like we got to check this out, and it, the song was so good. Um, but then yeah, they just disappeared off the face of it. They did. It was October 2017 or July 2017. They've never put out anything since. Um, and then the other one is Good Day, and Good Day. Oh, Good Day, yeah, was amazing. They had their ro- like Rolly Rolly was such a fun like retro song um and they did like a cool concept where all the three other songs on the like it was like it was a four song album so i don't know if, i never remember if that's a mini album or a, or a single yeah. album four songs um but they did like subunits and each of the songs was like a different style and a different unit um and party after party is like one of the best songs of 2017 in my opinion um which is one of the unit songs but even Rolly Rolly was or Rolly was amazing too so yeah definitely check out they both only have one mini album they have one has five songs and one has four songs so it won't take you that long to listen to these groups and it'll (laughs) suck because they're never going to come back probably (laughs) technically neither of them are disbanded so maybe they will but they good day good day was on the unit so that's the other thing is yeah Good Day was on the unit, and G1 finished 11th when the top, it was the top 10 or top 9, so, like, one of their members got really popular, and, like, they got good press from that show, and then Oh, yeah, they were one of the memorable groups. Yeah, because they had plenty of people that made it very far into that that show, and their company just never took advantage of it at all, Um, so that was really disappointing. 
Um, all the unit groups. That's actually the they're under the same company <laughs> as Yuna. Um, so it, it's yeah, it was it's just weird that nothing ever came of them. But if you want to check out two like really cool girl groups from 2017 that hopefully will put out music sometime in the future, but probably won't because we haven't heard anything from them in two years. Uh, check out Pop and Good Day. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, rest <laughs> in peace. All of these groups. Um, so yeah, that was probably a pretty long topic, but that was fun. Um, yeah, any definitely. last thoughts from either of you? Oh, one thing I would definitely say is, uh, people listening, please leave comments of like groups that you oh, think yeah. that yeah, like, yeah, would suggest. Because as you just probably witnessed, uh, we didn't even really suggest sky groups. I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not we need to a, be the we need a Cooper one. for this topic because Cooper knows <laughs> yeah. all of the new Google groups. And like I'm, because I'm, yeah, he'd be like, oh yeah, the boys and I, what other yeah, the boys. One, how do we too. not mention one us? And one we is the other one. Yeah, one us. Stream yeah, Valkyrie. like stream Valkyrie. There are definitely many. Like I know I miss some that I feel like I really love. Like even girl groups. Like mm-hmm. I'm like looking at my collections, like trying to remember groups. I know. I know I forgot some, and like I want to know more. Especially like I've really been getting into solo artists too so yeah please like people listening, holy crap like, leave comments how did i forget playback how did i, was, I not I mention playback how did you not say how playback not... or laboom or laboom uh, i don't know like to me laboom is popular even though they're probably they're not really but also baron kind of oh. covered them from saying everyone on on yeah. girl spirit because sobin was on yeah girl spirit but yeah, how did I not mention playback? I just playback's just such a hurtful memory for me because yeah. fuck Tyler Kwan. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, either leave a comment or join the Discord and yeah, uh, definitely join Discord. Tell us about what groups we should be listening to, please. Yep. See, Sam's Sam's getting into this already. She's got she's got like <laughs> leave a like while you're there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh oh, I, oh crap! I forgot. You gotta hit the hit the bell. Yeah, exactly. I keep forgetting smash about it. this. Just smash it. The stupid like we bell. We said a group you like. Smash it. Apparently now we gotta hit the bell because that's important. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube changed all their algorithm stuff. Okay, let's move on to topic four, which is Sam's topic. Baron kind of oh, got yeah. screwed out of a topic, but he really couldn't think of one anyway. So that was yeah, he got bi. It's no loss. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Sam, what's your topic? What do you want to talk about? So my topic is on collecting K-pop because yeah. that's never really been talked about on this podcast. I thought that's because I'm to... like the only one that does it really. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, having me and Nate on the show, it's like that's totally something I think we can talk about because yeah. we definitely have you know, our own experiences, you know, our tips are just like, you know, everything. Cause I mean, when I got re- like really into K-pop, I think the community I really gravitated towards was like the unboxing and collecting part of it. Hmm. Cause I mean, like, you know, you got like your reactors, you got the dance covers, you got yep. like, you know, like it's all so much in K-pop, like YouTube. And I yeah. just really got into the unboxers. Like Tina was like my, my God. For so long because she has the craziest unboxing channel ever mm-hmm. i highly recommend watching her videos if you ever are thinking of buying an album and you want to see it unbox she's really great at just showing you the album yeah. and then there's others that, that like talk and i like the ones that talk like i really like may she also goes by carolyn uh, it's m girl personal she's my channel i go to yeah and kdk she's the other one 
I watch. Yeah. There's this person named Nate in 2017 that used to do unboxings. He did pretty cool <laughs> unboxings, especially if you really like IOI branch groups. You should yeah. check out those unboxings. I, he was pretty cool. Two, I had an unboxing channel for like free videos, and it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't do very many. I don't know. I probably did like ten or something. I don't know. You can find them on our channel. They're around. They're probably not very good, but I don't know. <laughs> It's hard to film it's, unboxing videos. It's really hard to film, like, because, like, for me, I don't have you a good like, the camera setup. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, that I, setup is so hard. And then, I, like, I yeah. literally it, just set up my surface and angled it like the best way I could, and then I just reached around it and like open. It's so awkward <laughs> to do. Yeah, and then it's like, do you talk? Like, I talk. Or do yeah, you, but... or do you just open? Because there's that's the two strategies. Because some people yeah. just kind of talk. Because it feels weird, just like. Yeah, just stare. Well, yeah, I don't like. Well, because I don't really watch unboxings just because yeah. I'm going to buy the albums I know I'm going to buy anyway. Like, I don't need to see them yeah. beforehand. Um, and I just don't really watch too much K pop YouTube. But the ones that don't talk always were like, to me, I was like, this is so, like, weird. It's just, you're just yeah. flipping through a book and showing me pictures. Like, it, it just feels uncomfortable. So, yeah, I, I definitely think, like, if someone's doing an unboxing channel, you want to talk because yeah. I usually I would talk about the album or the group and just like kind yeah, of give, and that's why be I like talk about the, the members. Yeah, I stuff. I pretty much only watch unboxing channels of like ones that I like to hear them commentate like on the comeback on mm -hmm. the group because I just think it's kind of a nice way to learn like more things about yeah like yeah. other groups. But yeah, I guess kind of maybe going a little more into the topic of like I can just talk about my collection first. Um, I, I pulled up all the stats of my collection and it's ridiculous. I should do that. I'm, uh, well, I don't have as many stats <laughs> as you did. Yeah, well, I can send you my spreadsheet and you can enter in your information should, and yeah. it'll calculate it all. So I, I, I set it up very nicely. <laughs> yeah, like I've got 84 artists. Um, I have 277 unique albums. So that's like not counting multiple versions of the same album. Mm -hmm. and then a total of 332 just albums and like this doesn't even like count you know concert dvds that i also have because i have a lot of those oh like mine six. counts dvds so i guess i was cheating I a little bit in our, my numbers oh yeah oh gosh i have so many concert dvds well i only too. have i only have three so oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hmm. but um yeah and so it's actually really crazy to think of just how huge my collection is and i need more shelves so that's the yep. other thing if you're gonna that's like my big tip if you're gonna start collecting k-pop get house. shelves like yeah that too <laughs> but like get a shelf and like i know you i think both of you like baron i don't think you have a shelf for yours either right well i, I just bought a shelf it's yes <laughs> very good very good buy a shelf and put them like nicely like uh I, it like, breaks my heart giant no. mess of a it breaks my of heart. albums surrounding me right now <laughs> on this desk like like yeah treat your albums kindly give them a home I'm, you know i'm trying to buy them a home okay it <laughs> takes a lot of money to buy a house for all my albums <laughs> but when yeah. i do it will be behind me in every episode so you'll know when i buy a house there'll be a very nice set of shelves and they'll all be displayed nicely. Good. And it'll be because it it bothers me too that it's like this, but I just don't have room. I don't have room yeah. for these three hundred albums I own. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I I've started coming to that with. I just use like the albums I like the more like Nugu 
like group albums I could just kind of stack them and my shelves are now for like the groups I have like collections of yeah yeah which like is sad I feel bad that I'm you know picking groups to put on like the shelf that's like hidden but I don't have a choice right now yeah but um I guess I can go like kind of start going into like maybe like tips for collecting or if you guys want to talk about your collections first yeah you have anything Baron what do you got what because you don't have so, much right yeah so like I have a you I use stuff I, I have like a, a system for whether or not I buy an album so like I only buy albums in three situations one is they're on like my my best of albums list so that's like my list of all the albums I would give like a nine or higher rating out of ten but there's only like 30 albums total in that list and like half of those aren't k-pop so mm -hmm. i only have total uh 38 albums that are korean um i also buy the albums of my favorite song of the year at the end of every year so oh, i have like four or five that, that way that's uh that way and that's also like a nice way to like like i bought like a from us album because i really like love bomb last year and i wouldn't have ever, ever bought like so you bought yuna's album, album? Uh, yes, I did. That's one nice. of the ones I own. Um, and then I also buy, or I, I collect the full album sets of like a, a few out artists. So like right now I've I've completed IU's uh, set. I'm still trying to find a few albums for Girls' Generation. And mm -hmm. then I still need to find uh, Cupid and Listen to My Word for Oh My Girl. Good um, luck. I know. So, so those are very good <laughs> uh, Gotta, just gotta what I, you can point, do I what i did i was gonna say you could do what i did with dia's debut god that was such a bad choice but uh, every now could... and then cupid huh? comes up cheap so just wait be patient what'd yeah. you say baron though what would you do to get that album mate i spent over a hundred dollars <laughs> on a dia elf <laughs> i had choice. to finish the collection no, I, I have get that. every I... ioi branch album available every version of every iowa and that was it that was the only one i didn't have and it finally <laughs> popped up on ebay for 120 dollars and i was like i have to i have to i gotta finish the collection i get that i'm in the same kind of position with uh an oh my girl album the only one i don't have is the bam limited edition like pink version mm -hmm. i need it because yeah. <laughs> it's pink and it's the one thing i don't have and i probably never will yeah it's so yeah. expensive so yeah, for me, oh, are you done, Baron, or you got more? Oh, I was just going to say, but the one thing is because of the way I collect those, I've ended up with almost entirely girl group and female soloists. Yep. So like, I didn't have a single male soloist or a male group. I still don't have a male group until I got Sunkyu's album. So like, this okay. is my only male album I have right now, at least yeah, for my, Korean albums. <laughs> my, my collection is very skewed in terms of my physical albums. Um, but yeah, so for me... Uh, I started, so when I first got into K-pop, it was SNSD, and I I was really into SNSD. I was only into SNSD. I mean, I branched out eventually into Kara and other stuff, but so I bought all their albums, or I, not all of their albums, but I started collecting their albums, um, and I've eventually finished and own all of their albums. Not every version of all their albums, but I own at least one version of every SNSD album, single, and EP, um, and all of their solos. Even that um, awful Run Double Run DVD case. Yes. Uh, that's actually one of the first ones I bought. Yeah, that was um, the first one I bought as well. Um, 
so yeah, I started with them, and then I branched out in my other favorite groups. I started buying Kara albums, so I have a few Kara albums, um, and I I started collecting A Pink albums. Cause so A Pink is probably my third favorite group of all time, but they were the first group I got into at debut. Um, so like I remember being there when they were debuting because that was not long after I got into K-pop. I was like, oh, this girl group. Looks like they're doing stuff that's similar to early SNSD. Like, I'm interested in this, and I really like their debut. And so that was nice because that was the first group I was able to actually, like, keep up with. And, like, they only had their debut, so I bought their debut, and I was able to buy their albums as they came out. Um, where, like, SNSD already had a back catalog of four or five albums. Um, same with Kara. Um, so yeah, but really what happened or like what spurred me just having this giant collection was when I went to Korea because albums are so cheap. So my pro tip is if you want a huge collection, just shell out the money <laughs> to fly to Korea because you'll yeah. save money in the long run. Like, sure, it's going to cost <laughs> you. Don't think about the flight. Yeah, it's going to cost you fifteen hundred dollars to get there and come back. But if you save fifteen hundred dollars buying K-pop albums, it's worth it. So, and you get to go to Korea, so like it's a bonus. Um, but no, yeah, seriously, when I was studying abroad, I literally there were like two or three times where I went to a music store and just bought like a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars worth of albums. So I just came back with like five hundred dollars worth of K-pop albums when I'm like a poor college student. And I just bought way too, and I bought like random albums. Like that's how I got Fiesta's debut. Like I brought like I I like spread out my collection, which hurts for me because now because I like completing things. Like I said, yeah. And so like I just have one random Fiesta album and like a couple random like other groups albums like yeah one girl's day album and a couple four minute albums like but i I don't have all of their stuff and i don't really want to go to get all their stuff um because it's a lot of money (laughs) um and i already (laughs) spend a lot of money um but yeah so and then also what like it's just kind of been a thing where now like when i go to kcon like we will always go to the music or like the store that Andrew buys his albums from and I'll buy like I'll buy like four or five six albums there um so that's kind of like how I've grown my collection largely um but then I'm yeah at this point I buy like everything from certain sets of groups so like my ultimate groups like SNSD A-Pink um and then like IOI branch groups I own everything like I said um, so I keep up with those and then there's just other groups that like I really like now that I'll keep up with like from us um, G friend I have I don't have their original like first couple albums but I have pretty much everything since I started getting into them um, I, have, I have snowflake because I really liked rough yeah <laughs> yeah that's when I started I um, that was my first as well um, but then, yeah, and I have all of IU's albums because IU is one of my favorite artists, too. Um, but so for tips, so actually what I did for a long time was I would buy on eBay uh, signed albums. Um, and that's like a good. So, it, uh, yeah, we, we talked about this, I think, Sam, a little bit because um, like I kind of stopped doing this because of just it just felt wrong to me. Um, but you can, if you really like a group, um, or if there's a promotional single that wasn't released physically, 
there are usually physical copies that'll be given to entertainment or the broadcasting companies to play on the radio or for like for music for shows or whatever like variety shows and stuff um so you can get these promotional copies of albums that weren't released physically or even this is a, just a good way to get signed copies of albums um but the problem i had with this so like you can get they're they're pretty easy to get on ebay um there's a couple really big store like sellers that sell them uh like a lot of them um they go fast and they're kind of expensive though so you got to keep an eye out if you really do want these and i have a decent amount of them in my collection but yeah my problem at this point like i stopped buying those because of two things one you're not actually supporting the group at all like you're not helping their sales helping them get wins or anything like these are promotional copies that were given to companies and those companies are just saying screw it we don't want these we'll sell them uh, on ebay just to make profit like it's a little shady it's like because these aren't meant for sale like they all say that um and yeah so it's just companies in or like people in these companies there's like we get 10 copies of this album we can sell eight of them or whatever and make a bunch of money um, so it's a little shady and then, and you're not supporting the group at all. And then my other problem is a lot of these are actually like, have like personal messages written in them to like certain producers and stuff. So like, I'm, I have like a Lou Boom album that just has like this personal message to a certain person written in it. And I'm like, this f just feels so bad. Like, like one of my favorite groups put all this effort into writing this nice, like thoughtful note to this, like tv producer and they just said screw it and like threw it in a pile and sold it on ebay so like i just stopped i had to stop like supporting that practice um as much as it sucks to not get these promotional cds that i want to finish my collection but it just doesn't seem worth it to me anymore um but that is a tip i can give like if you do want those like rare hard to find albums or those albums that aren't released physically you can get them on ebay if you keep an eye out and I know, yeah. Sam, you did this as well. Yeah, I have a few of those. I mean, that's how I got my Hot Place TMI album. Yeah, with the yeah. it's, it's a good way to get new groups as well, yeah. Yeah, and I have a few. Yeah, I, actually, that's in my stats. I have 10 signed albums. Yeah, I mean, I'm... most of them are M-Wave signed. Yeah, yeah. That, and... that's a good way to get, like, yeah. What, um, like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Legit, like, yeah. actual signed albums, not not yeah. shady copies of them exactly and i usually only get the m-wave ones when it's all the members like the random yeah. member thing is just so stupid to me yeah like i i don't see the point in, in it of just getting one member and you you can't choose the member unless you do like mm -hmm. a group order thing yeah like i don't know that yeah i don't yeah i don't buy too many signed albums most of it's like, yeah, it's the only way I could have gotten the album because yep. they're Nugu and didn't really like, yeah. Or like I have like some ults from like, like those sellers you're talking about, but yeah. the, I don't get the ones with messages. I avoid those yeah, as best as I can because yeah, it's weird getting a message and they, yeah. they have to like cross out the name too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's like so... two and then like a scribble. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> also there's just this like giant message written a marker on your album that's like yeah kind of ruins the front page of it or whatever too exactly um, like it takes like it ruins the signed part of it like, yeah yeah exactly like, like it, it yeah. just looks like it's an album someone wrote on yeah exactly um yeah 
but yeah, eBay is a good place to go if you are looking for older albums um, or hard to find albums because like you're not gonna find those on like stores just yeah, anywhere you, on the internet. You kind of have to. Yeah, go, exactly. at that point, just go to eBay. Like any album that's out of print, you yep. just gotta pray that someone we'll puts put it, it on eBay for a reasonable price. Yeah, or it's rare, else. but it happens same thing with merch like someone will put a super rare ioi light stick up on ebay and <laughs> i'll uh, have to He's argue them down to this still insane price point for a light stick for a dead for group, a group that i'm never that gonna never go see, see. In life. <laughs> um that's the problem with being a com- like collector mindset completionist yeah. person i need i want the whole collection to be complete and i will spend too much money to do it apparently yeah, um, and that's, like, uh, I think that kind of leads into a rule. I have, like, my biggest rule of, like, setting rules for mm-hmm. yourself. Oh, yeah, you got to. Like, don't just start collecting. I think this is the problem everyone has when they start collecting. Yeah, Baron just- had the good idea with the three rules yeah. that he has. Yeah. Like, you got to have some sort of limitations yeah. to it. And don't just start collecting a group just to, like, collect a group. Because, like, I think, like, Nate talked about, it's, like, you start getting this like feeling of like you need to get the whole collection yeah like you'll buy albums uh, that you don't even like just because like you have all that group's other that group's other albums and you're like well i just should keep going with their albums like i have their collection i should keep it complete even if their newest release wasn't very good Um, yeah or the album packaging is terrible and you can't put it anywhere yeah iu it's the other thing Palette. that happens. Palette's <laughs> such a good album, but the album packaging, the shit, it's everything is so bad I, with it. It's like a beautiful album, it's, and I like it is. But it's like so doing, cool. it's yeah. so long, and doing yeah. the accordion thing is so <laughs> yeah. annoying. And I, yeah, like look, scrolled out like exactly. A scroll, yeah. it, it's, but I appreciate it. I think it's uh, yeah, it's cool, a great album, yeah. and it is beautiful. But yeah, the it, the packaging is so obnoxious. I unboxed like, that. That was a pain to unbox. That I, that was one of the that was my worst like my worst experience even, like, doing an unboxing it, video. Like. Exactly. It was I opened it up thinking it was a book and then it just accordioned out. I was like, this is what am I doing? You can find well, go watch me unbox that. I'm sure it was super awkward. Kind of hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, like I know with me, like yeah, when I started collecting i had like no rules like i pretty much i went group by group like i started with bts obviously like they're my first group i just i got bts albums thankfully i didn't try to get multiple versions like that's the other problem like i'm glad looking back i'm like thank god i didn't try to get multiple versions with them because that to like i don't want multiple versions of their albums i don't care for that for them so like one of my rules is i only have three groups i'll do all versions for and that's the ults like Mm -hmm. and thankfully pentagon doesn't do multiple versions yeah except for their japanese stuff that stuff sucks but yeah for me it's snsd which other than the boys because i'm not buying 10 versions and uh, by the time i I or not the boys uh, i got a boy um because yeah and i didn't buy that album when it came out because that was when i took a break from k-pop so i didn't even get any of them and now it's just impossible to find all 10 versions like i've got three of them I have Hyoyeon because that was the only copy I could get. That's like the cheapest one. Because nobody wants it. Poor Hyoyeon. I got um, Sunnies for like two dollars. Really? Oh, wow. That was nice. such a great find. Yeah, and um, then I got Taeyeon's one for like 
20 i was like thank god that's actually reasonable yeah yeah but yeah i, I only do it i only do it for s or ioi branch groups uh dreamcatcher a pink and ssd like that's it oh and well i i guess luna but not yeah, luna's there. such a weird luna's uh, weird because they they're they like created their whole concept around getting people to collect stuff but yeah. i I only have the two versions of the limited versions. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. have the normal version, and I only have one version, the main A side version of all the singles. Like, so yeah, you okay, you yeah. definitely gotta set those rules, and multiple versions is a big thing. You gotta make sure you set a like, rule for. Because, only do yeah, that like, for your ults. Like, yeah. to be honest, like don't don't try to even then don't versions. don't feel obligated to do it. Yeah, it's, like it can get really yeah. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my red velvet collection, like it is my like prize thing of like my whole collection. Yeah. So like I own every single version of every yeah. album. I have six copies of Summer Magic because <laughs> I have the five member versions and they look so cool because they're yeah. all popped up. Yep. And then like the normal and then I had I just I pre ordered the six versions of their summer comeback for next yep. week. Well yeah, so, it's like, like Starship it's and Fantasio. So like have my number because both Wikimiki and Ujusonio put out two to three versions of every album pretty much. And mm -hmm. yeah, the past four Ujusonio albums I've had to buy three copies of. They're yeah. sitting over here somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. I'm just, I have, I have 12, <laughs> 12 copies of four albums. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. Ujusonio has gotten They do three every album version. now. I'm just like Starship, yeah. stop, please. Well, because well, look at what Monster. I was gonna say Monster does. X has four versions and albums, so I stop. I only do one of those. I don't do all of them because I can't. Yeah, but like, yeah. Even, even with Red Velvet, I have like the keynotes at their concerts. I can't watch those. Yeah, like, but I have them because I need them for the collection. Exactly. I have their stupid small photo yep. books. Yep. They're stupid. I have all their stupid jewel cases. The only <laughs> Kino I have is OGG. That's it. Uh, that was the only Kino art because that didn't come out in a normal physical copy. So, and I've I'm honestly debating getting the Kino albums for Red Velvet just because that's, that's how much of collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, but yeah. like although, but then there's the Kino rookies. I don't even want to think about them because they have the member versions for the rookie ones too. Oh, like, really? <laughs> getting the rookie albums was hard enough. Like I don't. So I I've, I've just been putting off the Kinos and I'm like I'll just get the concerts. Yeah. Kinos. It looks great in the collection. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I really like Red Velvet, but I've never really collected their stuff because it was like too intimidating to go back and like find. Oh, all it's the different it's really intimidating to go back to an old group or like a group that has a long. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's actually another one stuff. of my tips is like, if you're if you want to start collecting K-pop, focus on current groups. Like, yeah, don't so much easier. Make don't make going backwards like a priority. Like, make that a like a thing yep. you do like once a month or something. Like, I mean, yeah. I have like a budget anything that i do of like i have so many hauls i do of like so many like how much money i spend on them and i usually do like a new like like current group haul and maybe like an older group haul yeah or like i'll just do like one old like one second gen uh album a month or something yeah. so it, like it it'll it'll build up like don't that like that's one of the hardest things with collecting is like the patience like yeah like you want to just get the whole group like at once yep. that's not going to happen like you have to slowly get there yeah. and, and some sometimes albums... it's not even possible like you yeah. just you just have to put ebay search alerts and just hope like 
that the albums you need pop up if you are trying to look it took me forever to finish Laboom's old stuff because they're not a huge pop like hugely popular group so like getting their first oh, couple of singles love sign is so hard yeah it or, took yeah, forever to find i that. had to get that on japanese like japan yahoo options. yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah. i got it you just got to put those alerts, but yeah, don't rush it because it's just not going to happen. And if it does happen, you're going to be spending a lot of money all at once. And like, you just kind of got to budget yourself. Like you said. Yeah. And you'll be amazed how like they do come, like sometimes, you know, an album will come and it'll be really expensive and you kind of want to just like go for it. Like sometimes it's okay to just like wait, wait yeah, to see what comes like my, Oh my girl debut album. That album sells for over a hundred dollars. Someone put it on eBay for $20 at one point and yeah. I went, Oh my God, like I got it. Cause it's like, they didn't know what they were doing or mm-hmm. something, but like that was an opportunity of like, I could have bought that for like $70. Cause that seemed like the lowest Cheap. I was going to get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was like, I'll just, I'm, I'm going to wait. And sure enough, it happened. So yeah. Yeah. So do you want to close it out? There is one last tip that I'm surprised you didn't mention, because um, you you make a business out of it. Is well, you can sell yeah, your photo cards. But like, there's seriously so much more I could talk. Like, I could yeah, talk yeah. about like so many parts <laughs> of like collecting. But yes, one other thing, I guess it's a few other things to take into account with collecting too. Is like all the extra stuff that happens. Like once again, yeah, thinking about concert posters. DVDs, light sticks, posters, seasons greetings photo books magazines plushies like some groups have plushies like there's so Who much more plushies? really plushies uh the big big bang has all their plushies oh, well, yeah uh bts groups. girl groups need plushies where's the from well, plushies yeah seriously. right or give me like red velvet ones yeah, although exactly. there's a lot of like fan like yeah i don't account, want, like, I don't want yeah i want ones. official ones yeah. yeah but um yeah so one of my tips is for one i don't buy posters like i opt out of posters every time because yeah. i'm not going to hang up posters yep so i saved so much money I, just by doing that when i first got into k-pop i bought like i literally my room in my once we moved out of the dorm and to a house in college my bedroom was lined with snsd posters like literally <laughs> wall-to-wall snsd posters um but yeah it's just not worth it like once you, that's more of like uh, what age are you at because yeah if you're a teenager or whatever like you're in college you're gonna put posters up everyone does that so like yeah you can get a couple posters plus if you're buying albums you just get posters if you get them when they come out anyway but yeah like it, it's pro- like once you get older it's just not really a thing to put up posters anymore yeah like the Unless only get poster framed sign one with yeah Tiffany. i was gonna say the only poster i really have is my my signed one from yep. oh my girl from their concert which i need a frame at some point but like like that poster, like that's that's a that's I love that thing, even though it's still in the tube. But that to me was like mm-hmm. the poster that's worth it. But um, yeah, the my my big tip that I I talk about in the Discord, I'll definitely talk about here is the photo cards because that's the other thing you have to like think about. Is like photo cards are cool and like a lot of people collect photo cards. Yeah, I for one will never do that because that is so expensive, uh, to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just so intimidating to me of trying to get photo cards on top of also buying albums. Yeah. Like, it just gives me stress. And I don't think there's a good enough way to present them. Like, I like having my collection on the shelves. Mm-hmm. See it, but no, no one's going to ever really see it. But, like, the photo cards are just going to be, like, in a binder. And it's just, like, not, like, satisfying enough for me to ever want that. So what I mm-hmm. do is I sell my photo cards. 
that it's a great way to make some money back. So if you buy, collect albums and you're like, this costs so much money, get an eBay account and sell some photo cards. And if you collect photo cards, you should check out my eBay account <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and buy for me. I need to update it. Like, Did you I get have... Sonia's new album? Because if you get Luda, Not I will trade yet. you Yoram. Because I got two Yoram photo cards. I haven't got. I noticed that, but I haven't gotten it in yet. I think I should be getting it in next week with the Promise ones as well. Yep. And I think I got uh, uh, Ehi's uh, Soulite finally. Mm-hmm. So, nice. That was good, literally the exact I'm, same package I had was two Promise albums <laughs> and three Uju Sonio albums. Like I'm very excited for uh, that haul. It's a good one. But yeah, I highly recommend selling your photo cards on eBay. It's actually not too difficult. And you'd be surprised how like some of them can sell for. I mean, I, for the most part, sell them for pretty cheap. Um, I usually start them off at like a $5 auction. Uh, usually they don't go like that first week. I'll bring them down to $3. And that can usually get someone to bid. I mean, even just selling them for three dollars, you know, you get like it adds up. And then yeah. every now and then Especially... there's that one that just people bid on. Like my yeah. TXT photo cards. Ooh, my <laughs> Luna photo cards. Oh my gosh. I made I got those albums essentially for free because I made over like both those photo cards sold for like 20 bucks. Like <laughs> it was insane just watching like all of that like how quickly the numbers are going up yeah so, plus then, then like, you get groups that have like like twice they give you like six photo cards oh. per album jyp groups this is JYP another tip groups, of like yeah. pre like pre-ordering like yep. it's not necessary it's not a necessary thing but if you're like me you want to get that ebay account going pre-order albums that you want that have the pre-order benefits like any JYP group because you get extra photo cards. That's extra photo cards you can sell. It doesn't cost extra to pre-order. Yeah. So like, yeah, like it's, I do it every time. Like, oh, twice coming back. Got seven stray kids, day six. Like I've, I, I get the Monsta X now as well. I get that pre-order benefit so I can sell more of my photo cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was probably a pretty long topic. This is a pretty long episode, actually. Um, it, it, it was. So you're in for a long haul, listeners. While you're done, you're at the end of a long haul. Yeah, um, they threw it. But, or the people, some maybe some crazy person skips to the end of the episode and just listens to the very end. Who knows? <laughs> they just listen to the uh, intro and the end. And the outro. Don't care about yeah, anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's close it up because that went long. Um so yeah this is episode 125 of the daybot cast um if you enjoyed listening to it uh follow us on youtube or subscribe to us on youtube hit the bell uh like a, like the video comment leave a comment uh yeah leave a comment on how big your your k-pop collections are um and then yeah follow us on spotify i think you can follow on that um and then review us on itunes that always helps our searchability and of course, join our mucho lit Discord. Um, maybe one day you'll become a mod and then get to be on an episode of the Day Podcast, <laughs> uh, like Baron and Sam here. Um, but yeah, it's a great way to come talk to all of us uh, and just hang out. We have we have channels for literally everything you would ever want to talk about, um, not just K-pop related. But obviously, everyone's there is into K-pop, so they're all talking about K-pop a lot. Um. Anything else I need to f- remember? Um, we're going to KCON soon. I uh, don't know 
what our plans are. Yeah, I mean, if you want to meet up with us, join our Discord and we'll figure it out. But we'll all be there, uh, including Sam and Baron um, and a couple other members of Discord who we're going to do a meet up with, probably go out to dinner or something. Um, and that's about it. So, any last thoughts from you guys? Nope. I don't think so, no. Okay, well, Andrew's not here, so we're not going to do the whole shebang. So, Stay unless you creamy. guys want to do it. <laughs> You're just going to throw it back, back old school. Bring back the classic. Throbbingly creamy. Yeah. Okay, thank you, and good night. Good night.